Hey everyone, I know that the uh, sound quality on this may sound a little off, but um, I just wanted to introduce the upcoming episode. I was able to have Stephanie Michelle and Sleek come on by. We were talking about what it's like to be a comic, to be our own voice, uh, to be um, true to ourselves uh, in stand-up. Uh, we also talked about uh, our thoughts about uh, life in general. Um, it was a pretty good podcast. I hope you like it. Uh, there were kids in the background. That's part of our lives. Um, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. We do have a show coming up this Friday if you're listening to it now. Uh, I'm sorry, this Sunday, which is the 15th of April at Flappers in Claremont. Uh, all three of us are going to be on the same show. It should be a great time. Uh, so please go ahead and, uh, and follow us and hope to see you there. So today in the house, uh, I'm here with Stephanie Michelle and my man Sleek. Um, you say hi. Hello, world. Um, so, uh, I usually have people over, um, that I'm interested in, that, that I've met over the, over, like, times at comedy clubs and stuff, and so, um, I made dinner for you, that's what I usually do, Sleek's, Sleek decided that he's gonna get in shape, he doesn't want enough food. I'm gonna grab a piece of chicken before I leave. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to get in shape, I'm okay with food, it's fine. That's definitely what I'm gonna do. Um, but we do have a show coming up, um, and so uh, we wanted to allow people to come and get to know us before they come and see us. So uh, I'm going to be dropping this uh, today, which is Tuesday. So uh, we got a show Sunday, the yes. 15th. It's the um, tax it? relief tax relief show. My, my taxes aren't right. I'm going to be quite honest with both of you. I haven't got good quality tax money since I was born. So. <laughs> since you were born. I'm, I'm still waiting to see what happens for my tax returns and not hopefully. I'm probably, done. I'm probably with one more. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're done. I am done. I I always get it done super fast. I kind of am very type A personality and it comes out in a lot of ways and taxes is one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my my uh my taxes are done, uh, but I'm not getting money back I think ever. I think I, I screwed myself with the with the tax man, but hey, he's giving his money now, so all right. <laughs> you gotta wait till everybody do their taxes so you can catch some sales. Oh yeah, you gotta wait. Yeah. You gotta wait. That's what I do. I get everything on sale. Well, I don't have kids yet, so yeah. Uh, my sales stuff is for me, so probably always something on sale for me. But I don't have kids yet. But. I was looking at some big TVs. I thought I could get a big TV, like maybe a seventy inch. I got one from Costco. It's like forty four inch. They had it on sale. I don't know if it's still. Yeah, I want bigger than that. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have an apartment. I have an apartment world. You know, I, I don't, I'm not roaming in, in the big dough yet. You know, I need some time, but I get there. I just got a car, so that's where my taxes went for the deposit for that. Oh, you just got a car? Also, I she, so she got a good return, y'all. So she's yeah. lying. She's I, being fake humble. She got a great return. <laughs> it, no, it wasn't super great. I mean, considering I have two don't kids. Don't downplay it. Don't so, downplay it. But no, I had to get a car. My last car, the... Um, Head gasket went out, and so it was going to cost more to get that repaired than putting it down on a new car. And so I was just kind of done with the old one. And you got a 2018? No, it's a 2014, so it's used. It's new to you, though. It's new to me. It's pretty. I like the color. It's air conditioning, and the doors work. Like, my last car was, like, duct tape holding it together type of situation. It was character. It, it was lovely. I loved that car, but um, I needed a new one. 
that's where I'm at. I um, I just got a I just got a truck. Uh, this is usually what my podcasts are about, but I just got a truck that, from my neighbor, and um, I ended up wrapping it myself. It's from a, your neighbor or for your neighbor? From my neighbor. Okay. So he bought a brand new uh, Subaru WRX, and so he was getting rid of his truck, which was like I don't know, it's a 2006 with 60,000 miles. Like it was no miles on that oh, truck. Okay. Four wheel drive. The guy never drove his seven miles to work and seven miles back. That was it. And so I ended up um, getting it, wrapping it, um, lifted the front end. It's four wheel drive. I already took that thing up into the top of Lyle Creek on top of a ridge. Um, dude, that thing was. I love that truck. But so I wrapped it myself, and so it's kind of like a uh, like a man's craft project. You know what I mean? It's kind of like how like it's basically shelving paper on a truck. So, I'm kind of crafty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, y'all. Don't look for it. <laughs> Nails, hammer. I can, that's all I can do. Nothing on cars. Don't ask me for you. No, negative. What's the worst, what's the worst job? What's the worst car you've ever had? So let's go I, won't, I only had one car. You had one car? So, you're in your worst car? car? I'm in my worst car. So, I don't want to talk too bad about it. Shut that down. Show love still. You know, so I got to show love. When I get another car, I can talk about how bad it is. You know, I, I got to get an upgrade. I got big dreams. Though. I want a Lexus, but uh, it's gonna be used though. I saw I saw a, a douchey guy in a, in a Lexus today at a stoplight, and I'd never seen this happen before. But he was using mascara to cover up the gray along his temples. It's 2018. That's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I guess it's a thing. I can I can see it. 2018. 2018. Yeah, but what happens if like you're like some lady comes up to you and you start making the moves and she's like, oh, and starts to rub her hands through your hair. Next thing you know, you got there's waterproof. Like there's certain levels of mascara, so if he's getting the good one, he's probably okay. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, go all out. Like don't half-ass that one. Yeah, I've never seen that before in my life. Never seen that. What's what's the worst car you ever had? So um, would be my last one actually. It was a Suzuki Forenza which Suzuki doesn't really exist, I guess. And so, like, there was recalls on it, but I couldn't find a place that would do the recalls. Like, if I had to work on it, I had to order everything online, and even then it was questionable. So was it, like, was it, like, from Korea? Like, what was, like <laughs> No, I got it from CarMax, like, right down the street. But it was, um... It was... And she, and she was a good car. I loved her, like I said, but it was... She wasn't pretty. She she ran. I ran. I ran that thing into the ground like that. That car made trips from here to Oregon back and loyalty. many times. So That's all I hear loyalty. It's yeah. It's. I mean, she was falling apart towards the end, but she was a good car. But that was probably my worst car. I mean, I've had cars that I've had. I usually get cars I I do the work on. Oh, so really? that one was just hard because it was I couldn't do the work on it. And See, then, I'm, I'm crafty on the outside. I don't do anything underneath the hood. Well, I take that back. I change the lights on my truck. So, that's um, it. but yeah, that's I don't not. Know if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull that one back. No, because I mean, like, I had a '67 Cougar at one point, oh, nice. um, and I that, like that's awesome because you can work on it. It's like Mustang parts fit in it, yeah. so it was awesome, and I loved that car. I had before that, like when I wasn't even old enough to drive, I had a '69 Vita Bug. That was pretty much just a car for me to learn how to play with and uh-huh. to do stuff on and. I mean, I, I like getting my hands dirty. I think it's fun. I had a, 
I had a night. So okay, so I need. I feel like I have to tell you the the backstory on this. So, um, for anybody that knows Ontario Mills, um, don't park your car there if your registration isn't isn't legit. And so my tags had gone expired. I had to go to work, so I parked there. I come out. I think someone stole my car. And so it's a legit thought in Ontario. Yeah, I'm like, dude, someone stole my car. So then I go over and I'm like talking to the to the police, and they're like, yeah, uh, your car wasn't stolen. We picked it up. And so I was like, oh, that sucks. So, um, long story short, I didn't have a car, and so I'm now uh, I got a new job that's over in Santa Fe Springs, and this lady was like, hey, I have a car if you want to if you want to buy it. It's five hundred bucks, and I was like, shoot, yeah, I'm in. You know, it's a running car, five hundred. I don't care what it looks like, I'm going to take it. Well, it was a 1993 Toyota Tercel, which had, like, the hatchback. I've had a Toyota Tercel before. Okay. Um, and she was a large woman, so I thought, oh, it should be cool, because if she can fit in it, I can fit in it. But I didn't realize that her license plate said, I heart BBW. Which, for people that don't know, is I like big, beautiful women. <laughs> so I'm in this little Toyota Tercel with a, with a custom license plate that says, I heart big, beautiful women. And I was just like, oh, i got to get a new car. <laughs> like, that's probably the worst car I've ever had. you sweat a lot in there? I'm just imagining. You sweat a lot in there? It was tight in there? Um, it was... No, I mean, the air conditioning worked. Oh, you're good then. You're good. Yeah. I it was one of those old-fashioned, you got to use that, that elbow. It was. It was. It was, but the air worked, too. Oh, okay, cool. But, you just have to, you have to use your arms for the windows portion. Yeah, yeah I've been but, in those type of cars. But dude, I had, I, I had ladies eating fried chicken pulling up on me, and I'm like, hey. So just to be clear, you were not into beautiful big women. No. Okay. Because if I was, I think we would have over, we would have exceeded the maximum weight limit of that rear axle. That's true. That car did not, did not overlap. If she sent the vaccine on the right, you drive on the left, y'all fine. <laughs> Strategically, I've already planned this out. Yeah, yeah. That's why you gotta win. All right, girl. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to grease you and put you in the back seat. Because. Uh, <laughs> and, and when I say don't move, don't move. When I hit these hard rights, don't you slide to the left because we'll flip over. And I don't have that type of insurance. <laughs> yeah, we probably get hit by a Mac, Mac truck, and like just because of our, our body mass, we wouldn't get hurt. We'd be like eggs in a crate. You know what I mean? But. Um, what was uh, what was the worst job you ever had? Probably I worked at this fast food place, and they literally it started off real fun. Like, okay, you're just gonna do drive through, and next thing they had me in the cleaning toilets. It was, it was bad. Oh, that's the worst. It was bad. I think I, no, the worst job I ever had. I worked at this warehouse, but it was like run down. Like any everything you think and go bad it was like on a tarmac um, and it was in the middle of nowhere and people just used to fight on the tarmac and nobody would get in trouble like it was really weird like was I thought it was at high school yes it was at an airport what airport people used to in Maryland people used to oh, people Maryland. used to fight on the tarmac and all types of stuff and like nobody would get in trouble and I was like <sighs> so it was like a, it was like an air like an airplane fight club basically <laughs> so like, yeah, except like nobody got paid nobody got paid for it like the fight's like, like okay like this is what's gonna happen like it was really nice though to go who wants to fight okay we're gonna go out here for 30 minutes we'll have a break and everybody would shut down we would just watch people fight and I'm like oh this is a great job except for I don't get paid to broadcast this I just was like watching I was like okay like my checks are still weak 
But at least I get to see people get beat up for fun. Like, okay, cool. So were people trying to get you into the into the game? Like, were they weight classes, or was it just like... I, I wish it was, but no, everybody was way bigger than me and way older than me. So it was like, okay, I was just like an honorary referee. Like, it's always like... <laughs> <laughs> I can just hear sleep. All right, everybody, I want a good, clean fight. You heard exactly. my instructions back at the water cooler. <laughs> exactly. like, Make sure you don't go too close to the planes, because if they come down, they run you over. I, didn't, I don't know what happened. I wasn't here. Everyone's seen Indiana Jones. All the guy gets his head cut off. Exactly. It was, it was, yeah. I think that's what... Between that and... No. Between that and this one job, and I, I would never get paid on time. <laughs> you never get paid I, on time? I would time. never get paid on time. Like, he would lose my checks. That was terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> How do you lose a check? And I would call him like, hey, man, I haven't got paid. You haven't got paid? Well, I got paid. Clearly, you got paid. Well, I, 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 I don't know what to tell you, man, but you need to keep working. I can't afford for you to quit. Like, but I need my check. It's in the mail. You've been saying that for three days. Maybe it got lost. No. It, it was bad. It, it was that's really bad. I think that's the worst job I actually ever had. Because all my other jobs, I got paid on time. And what did you do for that job? I was an office manager, actually. You were the office manager? Yes. I was 21. Wait, weren't you the ones cutting the checks then? Not when the person that... Uh, <laughs> That uh, gives me the authorization to cut the checks. Lives in another state. It was, oh, uh, that's, that's yeah, it was really bad, but it was fun though. Fun job. What was What was your worst job? Um, gosh, I've had a lot of jobs. I think probably the only one that I would have anything bad to say about. I worked for Sears, which oh, wasn't yeah. that wasn't that bad. Like normally, I was in men's department, which was awesome because like guys would just come and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take this," and so they wouldn't mess shit up. Um. And then they put me down in women's department, and I hated it. Like, I'm not super girly girly. I hated shopping, so me working in a mall was not probably the best place for me. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember the day I quit is I was going and cleaning out, like, the junior's dressing room, and there's a pile of clothes in the dressing room. And I'm like, okay. And you just, like, something something felt bad about this whole situation. So I'm, like, lifting up the clothes. I'm getting to the bottom, and I'm starting to use a hanger to pick up the clothes. And then all of a sudden, the smell hits me. Somebody took a shit and then decided to put all of the clothes on top of it. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and I see like just this massive shit in the dressing room. And I go to my manager and he's like, oh, just clean it up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, this is not happening. Like, there's, you have to be trained in order to deal with human waste. I was not, no, it, it's, it's an actual like liability thing because yeah. you can get sick. Yeah, and so I was yeah. like, I was not trained in this. I'm supposed to be a men's department. You guys brought me down I here. Just, I just came here so I could get paid. Yeah. And, but it was so funny because he's like, well, just you clean it. And he's like, or you're going to have to leave. And I was like, bye. I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, I'm going to walk out the door. Leave with that dignity. Leave and that. I just yeah. remember the store owner calling me after and being like, you were right to not clean it. Like, I'm going to put down that you didn't just walk off the job. He gave me, like, the whole, that I did two weeks notice so I could still use him as a reference. Because the manager that did have me doing that would actually get in trouble. Yeah. I pushed it on my end. So, but I just remember like being like at that at that store. It was a very. It was. I mean, I guess Sears aren't usually really nice, but I just remember there was always like random things like that. But that was just the one that took the cake. I remember people changing diapers in aisles and then shoving dirty diapers behind stuff so you would go to move things. Where the heck were you at? This was in Ventura. Really? I know you're like, oh, this is a kind of a decent area, but that mall apparently was the very Hispanic mall, and not to diss my own. Culture, but we cannot be very nice sometimes, and so there was just shit like a plethora of shit working in Sears. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Bill's huh. character. It was, yeah, and then I walked away. I said, I don't need that kind of character. I'd be like, uh, we got a shit pile in the dressing room, too. <laughs> like, we need this cleaned up. I, just, uh, that was, I walked away from that. And I walked right into, like, a photography studio, like, right next to the Sears. And I'm like, are you guys hiring? Like, right after quitting, yeah. like, I still had my name tag on. And they're like, yeah. So I started, like, two days later, like, if you walk out of the of the Sears, it was the first photo, like the first little mini store inside of there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I still got to see all my coworkers and the manager every time. I remember walking by, scowling at me. I was a I was a manager of a of a tuxedo shop in the Sears, <laughs> and we used to have. Uh, I had this guy named uh, Jorge work for me, and I loved Jorge, but he was this kid that he was only bred to, to play soccer. That's that's he was going to be a soccer player. And he was good <laughs> at it, but he wanted. He wanted more from his life. And so he, that's why he, he pushed his parents to get this job, right? And so um, he, he was supposed to open one day. It was the first day that he was going to open up, and I was a little worried. And I thought, well, I'll come in a little, like an hour early, but it was still an hour after the store opened. And so I come walking up, and everything is dark. And I'm like, and we get in trouble if it's not open when the store opens. So I come running up, and he comes out of the back room, like where the where the dressing rooms are. And I was like, Oh Jorge, man, I'm so glad that you're that, that you're here. I thought you weren't here. He's like, That key you gave me didn't work. And I was like, Yes it does. He says, No, it doesn't work. I tried it for a half hour and it didn't work. I said, Jorge, the key works. And so I go and I grab my key. And he goes, No, no, no. You you use the key that you gave me, because I'm telling you it doesn't work. So I grabbed the key I slip it into the lock and turn it with two fingers. Opens right up. <laughs> and he's all, do you know how stupid I feel right now? <laughs> you know how stupid you are? <laughs> so I felt bad that I said that to him because he was my employee. And so I was like, oh, I'm really sorry that I, like, that I said that to you. He's like, it's okay. He's like, my dad's been telling me I'm stupid for as long as I've been living. And I was like, really holy like my heart just cracked I was like that's horrible he's like yeah I can say when you fell you wouldn't even put your hands out <laughs> he's like Stupid. I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> like, you went from really sad to kind of like, oh, you did this to yourself. Maybe you deserve this type of punishment. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Pops is right. Maybe, maybe retail isn't for you. Go play soccer. That's fine. So, how'd you guys get into, how'd you get into comedy? It's like, um, honestly, I've been funny like my whole life and. <laughs> I used to do poetry, like poetry competitions, stuff like that. Oh yeah, I got and nobody. To do yeah, nobody snapped. Everybody just laughed. So I gave up. <laughs> I would go on air with some real deep stuff, but all black on. Like I got some, I got some Hartford stuff here. I'm like halfway through, so I'm like, I'm like fuck it, and I just started telling comedy on stage. So you be telling, so you would be telling like heartfelt poetry, heartfelt type emotional. And I hear somebody say, You wanna go ahead, boy, with your cute self? <laughs> which one of y'all said that? And I just, which one of y'all said that? Is she cute? Oh, I can't see her. Yeah, I gotta turn the lights on. It's dim as hell in here. Okay, whole poetry, mood, it's gone. Yeah. It's over. So, that's pretty much what happened. But it's not like I didn't know about comedy. Cause, yeah. like, my dad, he would bootleg, like, all, like, the <laughs> <laughs> he would bootleg all of it and it forced me to watch it. Like, that's, that's what would keep me quiet as a kid. Uh-huh. Like, I'm seven years old watching. 
Richard Pryor live on Sunset. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So I just grew up like listening to him and Red Fox and of course like Bernie and people like that and it made me feel good because some people like oh you know I, I can't understand you but I talked just as fast as Bernie did and people understood him. Yeah. So it, it doesn't make me kind of discouraged with it I guess. I really like your comedy. But I, I don't so I, I bring people on my podcast that I like. And so I like your comedy. I like your I like your energy when you're up there. I love the fact that you take a premise that is just and and you're silly to me. Like you're a silly comic. You know what I mean? And like you did you had something about a spider and I don't remember everything about that joke, and it's your jokes to, to right, tell. Right, right. But man, I was like, I was like, well, I know who I'm not calling if there's ever a spider. <laughs> Ain't sleek. Anybody listening, and you wanted some heroic shit happening, and it's a spider involved, count me out. <laughs> count me out. Because they're evil, and I don't trust anything that has more legs than me or less legs than me. So if you happen to be an amputee, I don't trust you. So I literally I saw a um. It was a uh, photo that, it was like one of those funny pictures, you know what I mean? And it was a, I want to say that it was a, like a hotel or something that was being um, revamped or like rebuilt. But what they did is they, they knocked out everything but one wall because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then, but they also had the sign. And on the sign... It said, there was a spider. Don't worry. <laughs> it's all good now. <laughs> and I thought of you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, th- I feel like that's like the, the goal. The goal, well, for us, the comics that I respect, the goal of what all of them did, because, you know, Bernie, Rich, Dave Chappelle, I mean, Red Fox, all of them had different styles, even though I kind of feel like Bernie Mac was like a younger version and a more upgraded version of Red Fox, and I know some people don't like that, but I can see a lot of Red Fox in yeah. Bernie, but they all, they made you laugh and they made you think, so you had a message that you left out there with that was more than just me screaming around or something like that, because I feel like that's kind of like what the game is with, as far as comedy, that's what it's dealing with right now, everybody just... How obnoxious can I be on stage now? Instead of like, how funny can I be? Is how obnoxious can I be? Yeah, I can see that, and I and I see it, and I and I I've made the comments before, and I feel like it's it's like I'm I'm dancing on 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 hot lava, you know what I mean? But it's like like I love black comics. Some of my favorite comics are black comics, but I don't always like going to black shows. And the reason is because I feel that that some some comics kind of think, well, I'm going to use you know N word, MF word over and over and over again, and that's all. There, there's no substance. Right. It really right, isn't right. any substance. And so, um, you know, if you're going to do five minutes on booty bang and like. All right, like, but I, the other guy had that same stuff, you know what exactly. I mean? And so, I think that that's what I think that that unfortunately there's certain there's certain keys and certain tricks in comedy, and sometimes those keys fit certain certain places differently. You know what I mean? Right, right. 
Like, definitely. It's more like this. Like, somebody, a wise person told me this about Richard Pryor. This, what made him so great, what made him so much more rememberable than everybody else, and it doesn't take away from Red, because, you know, he, Red, Red pretty much taught Rich. He gave him right. a whole lot of insight. But what made him go to more audiences is he knew when to cuss and he knew when not to cuss. And then he found a way to make everything relatable to everybody, not just by race. And I was like, a lot of comics, like, they don't really do that. Like, oh, I want to just be this type of comic, which is fine. There's like nothing wrong with that. But I feel like if you want to be the top, you have to have a little more than just getting this person to relate to me. Like, if you say this in a certain way, I can get this person to relate to me, and I can get you to relate to me, and then you'll be more rememberable that way. Right, and it's the relatability. And so with... with one of Red Fox's, the one, one of the ones I remember the most about him, and I think it was in, it was in some movie. Some of Harlem Nights? I think it was Harlem Nights, yeah. And when she's like, why is it every time I, I come over to the, to the refrigerator, all that's left is a, is a swallow of orange juice. Why is there always a swallow? All I see every time I come in here is a swallow. And Red said, well, swallow it and shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, and literally, like, I can think about that, and it can make me laugh so hard, or, or just make me so happy. And really, the it's not swallow it and shut the fuck up. It's just, in, the, in his delivery, you feel 40 years of nagging. Like, just, yes, <laughs> just yes. pop. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's that, that connection. Like, even if it's something you've never gone through, you're finding that one thing, and you're like, oh, I feel like I understand what you've been through in that instant. Yeah. And that's one of the things I like, when I see both of you guys, it's like, I'm not going to come from the same perspective. I mean, other than the fact that we both have kids. Right. And, I mean, like, so it's like, I'm not going to have that same perspective at all. But it's like, I, you, when you guys both say things, I'm like, oh, I feel what they're going through. And, I'm, and you made it in a way that made me laugh, which is awesome. Yeah, thanks, and and that's what that's what's so cool is that relatability. You know what I mean? And I like I love it. that's that's why I I love you, man. I think you're so funny. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I just so everybody listening, I really want them just to understand. Just try to be yourself and maximize that. Don't try to be the second coming of nobody else because you'll only get as far as they do if you're lucky enough to get that far. Yeah. Because a lot of times, like you know, like a lot of people, like, I want to be just like rich. It's hard to be like rich. Hard to be like rich because we don't have so many other people try to be like rich. I mean, far as and I love Eddie Murphy to death. I think he's one of the closest people I ever see to be like rich, and like he took it to another level. Like he made the game glamorous, like never before. And I, I give Kevin Hart a lot of credit for that because I don't think he's funnier than Eddie Murphy. Anybody else I just named, it's not a diss to him, but he took being glamorous to the next stage. Right. Eddie Murphy, oh, he okay, took yeah, being yeah. glamorous, and I feel like we have to all know what our values are and know what we want in the game before we get too big gotta all have our price and take it from there because some people's success is everybody knowing you some people's success is making everybody laugh some people's success is having all the so whatever whatever your goal of success is that's what you know is gonna make you happy me personally I I'd rather not have all the money in the world because after a certain amount of money it's kind of like a fantasy like I can't pull a billion dollars out of a bank account at one point in time right. so <laughs> You know, after I got that in my head, I'm like, I'm cool, and I don't want to be the most famous person in the world because I want to still be able to walk around warmer with my grandma when she has a wig on, and like, everybody <laughs> yeah. doesn't notice me because yeah. that's a little obnoxious. Because I feel you like, don't want to wear Granny's like number two wig. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I don't want to be in disguise. Like Michael Jackson, you got to be in full disguise. Like who's gonna not know Michael Jackson when they yeah. see? Yeah, I said I, I think there's a little bit too much fame, 
and then I'm such a not people person at times. Like sometimes I just want to be like alone, and like, I feel like a lot of us, including me, I'm a fan of people, and I know how obnoxious it can be. I'm just trying to enjoy my life. I'm just trying to enjoy my breakfast. Hey, can I take a picture? Hey, you're funny. Hey, I don't want that type of thing. So to me, everybody knowing my name is not my ego because yeah. that's obnoxious, and I was like, it's just not worth it in the end. It's not like the money. It's not worth it. That type of that type of money, you can keep that. I'd rather just have my ownership and have my little businesses and have my little nice little condo somewhere and I still be able to go to the grocery store and be like, I know him from somewhere, but I don't quite have my finger on I'll take that any day over. He started. Yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. I, I, for me, I think, in comedy, I'm not... Because I started late, you know what I mean? I think that... Dude, I wanted to be a comic when I was eight. You know what I mean? And I just, I never thought, I thought that those, that those people were gods that came down from, from some place that, that, that you can never beat. And so, I started listening to podcasts and started hearing people say like, yeah, just get out there. Just do it. And then, you know, hearing Bill Bird talk about, you know, being your own voice. Yeah. You know? And so for me, like, my goal is just to, to be as close to me as I can be on stage. You'll never you lose know? that way. You'll never lose that way. So. Yeah. And I think that's what you're saying. Like, don't be someone else. Just Because people can tell. It's like this. Remember when everybody in this in this room has been a kid before, right? Remember yeah. when you were a little kid and somebody would say something to you, like, that doesn't feel right. None yeah. of us lose that ability as we get older. We just ignore it. Right. Yeah. None of us lose that. So, genuinely speaking, people, ah, I like that. That's funny. That's that. I don't think that's really it. Yeah. I like that. That's funny. Oh, that's interesting, but I don't think that's really her. Like, it happens, so I'd rather just be myself. And you can enjoy life a whole lot better that way versus me trying to be, like, some stereotypical whatever people could think of because it just doesn't work. I don't want to be the toughest cookie in the jar because that's the first one we all throw away. I'm cool. Yeah. I don't want to be thrown away. I don't want people to never not know who I am, but it's just instead of everybody knowing me, it's who knows me. Like, you know, that's one thing I realized about, like, social media some people are like I want to have everybody follow me I don't because if you have 10,000 people follow you and only 100 people support you then you have a waste of following because yeah. I was like it's not realistic social media is beautiful when you use it correctly like anything else but some people they take it and they're like oh this is my everything because I have 50,000 followers or whatever it may be and like I remember I watched this interview with, uh, with Sinbad and he was like but what do you do in real life if you can't do anything you're doing online in real life then you can't do it yeah I was like oh Oh. Yeah, I love Sinbad. Sinbad is so funny. <laughs> yeah, and then he financed all his own comedy specials, which I didn't know until he said it in the interview. I said, okay. And that's another aspect that I respect him, because everybody don't do it like that. Yeah. And people be like, oh, well, I see this comic more than you I see You make so it. much more money that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it all back on the back end. So it's just interesting, because like I said, I'll go back to what people think is success. Like, oh, I see him the most. I see her the most. I see this person all the time, but I don't mean they're the best. It's like this, like, it's a, it's a thin line between being great and just being popular and it's like this just because you see somebody and they all in your face that does not mean that they're great because a lot of people they just got their own misconstrued reality of what they believe greatness is yeah. I said, okay whatever yeah I've been listening I've been watching Netflix specials and, and disappointments I'm yeah. gonna say disappointments there's been a, there's been a lot a lot of bust like, on that's there. not that's, funny it's not it's not it's not what I remember you know what I mean? And I don't know if it's I've just glamorized. gotten... It's become where I think everybody feels like they can do this. I mean, as, as kind of somebody trying to do this, it's kind of hard to say. 
but it's it's almost like a weird like anybody can kind of push themselves enough and then if they're not I mean we keep going back to that relatable that genuine factor I mean I think for me personally the best compliment I've ever been given was not that I was funny but that I was genuine on stage and it's like but then you go and you watch some of these shows and you're like I don't I don't feel there's no connection there's no reason for me to like that person there's no reason for me to kind of be like I want to watch them again and then you see those comics and you're like yes that's what I've been looking for that's that 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 connection and even if it's just I don't care if I get the laughs the same way that they got them I want to leave with the same feeling I want to make somebody else leave with that same feeling and just remembering like something that I said and um I mean so it's kind of it's interesting to see all of how that plays out I had a lady that came and saw me uh, do stand up, and I had this stupid chia seeds joke, and um, and so she's like, oh my gosh, she's like the other day, my husband was like, run chia seeds, and, and <laughs> then she's like, we just both started laughing, and I was like, uh, and I, it literally touched me in a way that I didn't know could happen, because I was like. Oh shit! My joke lives in someone else's house now. You know what I mean? And I didn't. And I didn't even. I hadn't thought that far ahead in my comedic. Like when I thought, okay, what's success in comedy? Um, not sweating. You know, through <laughs> my shirt was like I think that like step one. <laughs> like you know what I mean? And then, and then to I never even thought that my jokes living in someone else's house was a was a thing. Trying to not shake, and it's so funny because nobody else sees me shake, but I'm shaking up there. Mm-hmm. But I've had people come up because I talk about my divorce, I talk about raising kids, and I've had girls come up after me like, "You just made me laugh at something I've been terrified and I've been dealing with for months." Yeah. And I'm like, "That's awesome!" Like I had somebody like I talk about my daughter cussing, yeah. and I had somebody come up to me and they're like, "I used your daughter's cuss words." Like that, not at a comedy show. Yeah. They saw me somewhere <laughs> yeah. else, and they're like, "Hey, you're the one that talks about your daughter's cuss words, right?" And I was like, "Yes," and he's like. I just called my coworker a Jesus whore. And I'm like, <laughs> that's awesome. keep it going. Like, that's awesome. I want that to be an actual phrase someday. That'd be amazing. Yeah, we need to get you some. That, that's going to be your merch. Yeah, that's Jesus whore shirts. I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, I can't, I can't uh, wear that at home, though, because my daughter can read. <laughs> so, she said it once. It hasn't been said again since. Put it in a different language. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I would not be surprised with that one if she figured out that language, too. <laughs> Yeah, so what what got you into comedy, So for me, it's, like, everybody keeps saying, like, this is something that they wanted to do. I've always enjoyed comedy. I've loved comedy, but I've always stage fright. Oh, okay. And so my cousin's been doing comedy for a couple years. She had me go to, I went to go see one of her shows, or for an open mic, actually. She was like, just come, have fun with me. Um, This was a couple years ago. So she's like, just get up on stage. I had nothing written down. It was at Flappers in Claremont, so it was three minutes. She's like, just go get up on stage. So I'm like, fine, whatever, I don't care. And I'm thinking, like, okay, I have a little bit of time to think about this. Yeah. Um, she didn't tell me that if it was your first time, you go up first. So oh, we don't do that. Well, at the time, yeah. they, they did. And uh, so I had, like, a whole three minutes to think about, the, they pulled the first person up, and they're like, oh, and on deck is Stephanie, um, Michelle. And I was like, oh, I hate you so much right now. And so I pretty much went up blank and for three minutes just kind of rambled about something. I think at that time my son was, like, the day before was trying to poop a square. <laughs> that was the, like, that was the, that like, was the So goal. that was one of the premises. I talked about being in the military and, 
like the automatic perception of like like uh, things like that like just kind of I got a couple laughs like it was like, but I, but the person sitting dead center in front I found out after was autistic and doesn't laugh and the only face I could see the entire time was a dead was, set yeah. like, face and I was just like I came off and I was like I hate you so much it <laughs> took me like six months later before I finally did it again and I actually wrote stuff down um and then again after that I took like another six months I was like I was like the first two months or six months apart and then finally I went up and um at that point it was when my divorce started oh yeah and so I think it changed a lot of what you were gonna what I was thinking about about, what I was kind of going through and I just remember walking off the stage on that mic somebody else in there like the host looks at me and he's like because I'm talking about why my divorce started and everything he's like welcome to comedy and I was like that was like such an awesome moment um, like I didn't it wasn't like amazing but just I think the premise was up there and everybody's like you look so comfortable I was like I was shaking so bad the entire time and I still like I said I still go up there and I still shake I'm still nervous and I still feel like I'm gonna throw up before I go up sometimes yeah your your stage presence is one that looks natural it looks natural looks comfortable and I get the, people tell me that I have I have one um, one comment say like when you get on stage you just completely change the dynamic of the room. They're like, it's just like, this is your space. And they're like, you're, you can just calm, like chill out the whole room and be calm. And it's like, well, that's funny because it's, it's an entirely different experience on the other side. Like, <laughs> completely. Like, yeah. <laughs> I try to go up and still be the same person I am off stage. Like, I'm not, like, I, I joke the same way I'm off stage. I just kind of maybe organize my thoughts a lot better because I tend to ramble mm-hmm. and, like, my mind tends to wander, so I try to not do that on stage. It, it doesn't always happen. I'm not always successful on that. But, yeah, I, I, that's the one of the things I think since the very first time is everybody's like, you look so comfortable. And I was like, I am not. Like, I avoided it. It was pretty much purely my cousin being like, just go up. And then I remember after she looked at me and she's like, I've been trying to get somebody just to spontaneously go up for years. And she's like, and you're the first person to do it. And I was like, well, you challenged me. I'm not going to yeah. back down from a challenge. So, I, I like I like emceeing because I get I don't feel as nervous after I've done my set because I'm my set's up first mm-hmm. and then after that it's just the in between step and so for me like I know that there's there's some emcees that will just call up the next person you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I like I like connecting when them personally yeah. Together. And I like I like saying something that maybe other people are thinking <laughs> or aren't thinking. You know what I mean? So you're so natural as a host, though. Like I'm just starting to host, and uh, I am like figuring. Like that's a whole nother thing to approach. Like I'm like where my set. Like I kind of go up, and I just like I am myself. It's like I feel like with like when you're the one that's kind of connecting all those dots. I yeah. I find it's a lot harder because I feel like I have to be much more present not like I'm not present when I have a set like on my own but just in a different mindset yeah for me we had there was I think my favorite one was that there was a a Filipino guy that was talking about a Filipino um escape room and I was like (laughs) so I got up and I was like um I was like, was anybody else hoping that that place was called the Manila Envelope? And like, <laughs> and he's like, can I have that? Like, and I was like, yeah, it's your, it's your joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I just, I, I love being in the moment. I, 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 I like being quick-witted. I like, I like being able to, to seize that moment. I think that that's what makes live comedy so, like, so... Um, unique. 
Yeah, it's it's such a, a a wonderful experience because you can't you can't catch that lightning anywhere else. You know what I mean? And so um, being able to see that and to acknowledge that as a host, I think that's what makes them real. You know what I mean? That's the magic of it. That's what I'm working towards. I think like my like my encounters with hecklers have kind of helped me about with that a little bit. Um, but I'm trying to, like, there's a couple hosts where I'm like, oh, I like what he did. I want to do that. I want to kind of not take it, but kind of mold it to your own. Mold it to me. Because I'm, I'm, like, I'm not going to be, I'm trying, like I said, I try to go up there and be as me as possible. Yeah. But find a way to make that connection. And I, like, you're one of the ones that I really enjoy, like, when I've done a couple Thank of the shows with you. I think it's only been a handful. But, um, like, in, enjoying, I, there's a couple other that I'm just, like, I enjoy, like, how, like, they connect that that little line and make it so that you're like, okay, it's not just this one block, one block, one block, because there's hosts that do that too. Yeah. I like, I like, I kind of like it when someone just shits the stage. You know what I mean? Like just, just, just bombs and dies. You know what I mean? (laughs) But they give me enough to go up there and clear the palate. You know what I mean? And so like, I have a, like the, one of my good friends um, was a, a booker over at at, um, at Flappers, and so uh, he had. Um, I had told him I was like, okay, you had to write down what it was that you wanted to have him say, and so he was hosting, and so I put, um, you know, here's my website, here's my podcast, the rest from the heart, you know, I give to him, and so uh, he goes up and has an awkward and unfunny set and then goes uh, your next comic coming up uh, and he's here is this and the rest from the heart um, Michael Gonzalez and I was like I was like really? I said here I thought this guy was my fucking friend I was like I said the rest from the heart and the, uh, I, I thought you were going to give me like a like a like a touching like you were going to bring me up like I was your <laughs> friend you know what I mean? Nothing. Nothing. Like and then I said uh, I said besides I said, uh, that was, that was shitty. Like, that was, that was the most uncomfortable <laughs> stuff. I said, everybody was here, right? And everyone started laughing. And so it's just, it was, um, I think he's the harshest, the harshest I've ever been on. But, um, there's other ones where it, where it can be kind of rough. And that's, that's the thing as a host. Because you don't want to, you don't want to be mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you also want to acknowledge to the crowd that, hey, like, we we all just saw that, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that reminds me. Of, I had this. I had this one show somewhere in LA, and the person that went up before me, they bombed. Like, yeah. They bombed. They tried to make like some type of death joke funny, and it was like really bad, and everybody in the room was just silent. And then they, I don't know, they went on like a like a rant, like a tyrant after their time was over. Oh and no! Then, and then I was the next. They didn't do the Kramer, did they? they? Like a tyrant. <laughs> and the first thing I say, I get the mic, and I'm just like. Um, I'm not gonna do any of that bullshit they just did. Everybody was like, okay. I was like, I don't know what was going on with them. I said, did y'all see that shit? I was yeah. like, I said, had me nervous. It just had me like, cut it. Somebody cut his mic. Somebody cut his mic. And I was just talking, and I feel like that lightened up the mood a little bit. Yeah. And then I got like a few, like a few little gut punches in, but not like a lot because people were like devastated about what he was up there on like a rant, tyrant about dying. And I was like, you know, this is a comedy club, right? Like, right. This is, you want to do homicide, I, you got to, you know, 
know, find, got to call 911, you got to find your local LAPD or something. This is not the place. You probably got the wrong address. I understand yeah. it's LA. It's confusing, but wrong place, bro. Wrong, wrong place. This guy's in the middle of the scream therapy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He was looking for the poetry place. Yeah, yeah probably. Probably. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know. That's not funny. That's not. And then, you know, I'm trying to work on that because my facial expressions are everything. Like, somebody just has a joke and I don't think it's funny, I'm just going, <laughs> I just look at you with a straight face and I have a habit of sitting like in the second row when I'm at comedy club uh, and they just looking dead in the face and then they try to put me a part of it like please don't put me a part of it because I, I like I'm from Maryland and we grew up like roasting each other so I like that confrontation because yeah. if I have to go up next or even if I don't go up next I'm well, yeah, you were, you, were, you were part I, of I, I, Fight, I, Fight Club Air right, I mean, exactly. we already got this <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I was like what and I just like hecklers and people like try to like bring me in their sad like I've had that happen before somebody try to like make fun of a set I did oh, and man. then they try to like oh dude. like okay cool and then the worst thing you can do is that was me I was where was I I was someplace and the comic comics listening never give the audience the chance to get the mic never that is oh, your yeah, tool that is your weapon yeah, why would you do that? And what he did was, what he did was, he said something and he tried to make a joke and it wasn't funny. I'm sitting in the front row and he gives me the mic and his whole set was over then. Somebody gave me the mic, he never got it back. And I was just making fun of him so bad that like they like the person they had to like call him off stage. <laughs> and I was like, just continue on, folks. Just continue on. I like, this because I enjoy that. I, like I look like I'm 16. Yeah. But I enjoy that type of. That would be the worst to give. The mic. He gave, gave me the mic and then he couldn't get it back because I just started making a whole like boatload of jokes about his set because his set he went on after me and then he took like something that I had just said not even twenty minutes earlier and put a spin on. I was like, "That's my joke." Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sitting right. I can see you. I'm right in the front row. Like and like three people kind of tapped me on the shoulder. I'm like, "Did he take my joke?" And, yeah, <laughs> he didn't even have, the, he didn't even like, have the, the, the decency to sleep on it. He, yeah, just he, like, just, <laughs> he took it and just switched like one little quick part. I was like, but that's when I knew I was doing good. I was like, okay, okay. Because, you know, yeah. imitation is the highest form of flattery. But yeah. it is what it is. Like I said, we have some people who are great and some people who are popular, and it's rare that they occupy the same space. Yeah. So if you have the opportunity to occupy the same space and somebody chooses to do that, okay. Okay, yeah. I was just mad. I was happy that it happened like where it happened in like some huge comic thing because that's out. You never yeah. see it. I never see it again. And yeah. it's like if they're more popular than you, it doesn't matter. They took it from you. They're gonna say you took it from them, and that's like the unfortunate part of comedy. But it's it's hard also because I've done this where it's like I wrote a joke from somebody else, and then I hear them do a joke that's similar. We had never heard each other do the joke. Oh yeah, and it's just kind of being like, oh, it's just somebody I'm close with, somebody like that. I mean, you get like that kind of like that group sync without realizing it. Yeah, there, and there's things that are in the zeitgeist. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, there's stuff that, I mean, there's how many Trump jokes are are or how 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 often is Trump in your guys' head? You know what I'm I mean? Trying to or, out as often as possible. I was gonna say Trump never. Really? Never. Like I so so I. I guess I'm listening to too much NPR then. <laughs> I, I do, but it's like when I come to, like, I don't want Trump to touch my comedy at all. Like, I, for me, like, it's... Oh, yeah, I very rarely... Well, so I feel I, like it's too easy. That's why I don't deal with it. It's way too easy because everybody's well, talking about it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you guys have seen my sets. I yeah, don't. I've never seen you do that. But what I'm saying is that it's 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 prevalent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's it's... So I can see jokes how jokes you're going to get before somebody. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure that those are those are out there. You know what I mean? I know. It was like, for me, it was like 
me and one of my friends, we both have a enchilada casserole joke. Similar mm. premise, but we were both talking, but both of us are very whitewashed Hispanics. So it's like, for us, like, that's the equivalent, like, that's the food equivalent right. to being that. So it's like, it kind of just happened. And you're like, oh, oh, well. Like, not not in the same direction, but just kind of a weird reference and, and kind of brought it in. And it was just like, all right, so that's where we're at. And so, I mean, I know I try to not to not do that. I know sometimes it's going to happen, especially with other female comics. Luckily, there's not too many female comics that, are, that have kids. So that kind of oh, gives yeah. me a unique yeah. <laughs> perspective there. I, I've seen it a lot of times where somebody does it unintentionally or they hear it and not even realize that it's processed and do it. There are people that intentionally still do, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as me, I just... Okay, it's like this. Being inspired by what somebody else does and stealing is completely different because I'd be lying if I said I wasn't inspired by the greats that came before me, like Red Fox and Richard Pryor yeah. and Bernie Mac and Martin. Martin... I love Martin. I love yeah. Martin, and more and more about what he did in movies and his stand up than his actual show. I was like, I love what he did, like Bad Boys. Think, Bad Boys. He had me dying laughing. I think. Entire I movie. think Martin is like. I see him more like a um, like a silent movie star. His his ability to to portray so much with his face and his yeah. emotion like he was he was throwing jokes at you without without saying a word you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that, that's what I loved about him stage presence that's what he learned that's yeah. what he learned but you know he's from DC so I, I, I love I love that DMV you know he's from DC Dave's DC it's yeah. a lot Earthquake DC it's another one of my favorite comments that nobody talks about and I saw him live over here at uh, at the yeah, yeah, yeah. I was laughing so hard, and he just kept looking at me like, <laughs> like he's like, "I got you, huh?" And it was just like it was so much fun, and I could, and I could see him enjoying, enjoying my laughter. You know what I mean? And I, because I, and I, I recognize it because I've had that. You know what I mean? When you get someone that that has that. That laugh, oh, it's the best. Have you guys gotten concussive laughs? Like I was in a small room over at the Yahoo, uh, the Yahoo room over in Burbank, and I told a joke one time. It's only happened once, but I I told this joke and everybody got it all at the same time, and they laughed, and it hit me like it hit my chest, and I was like, oh, oh, oh that's oh that's what that is. I like heard that the other night actually. That is it is so. It's so sweet. It is so good. Because, like, when you walk off stage, do you walk off like, I had a good set or I had a bad... Like, I always walk off like, that was bad. And so it's like, after yeah. that, it was like, oh, that was bad. But that moment was amazing. Yeah. So... <laughs> when I walk off stage, I'm just like, all right, uh, I made it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay. Like, that was... Okay. It, it was it was okay. I said know? that, like, okay, what could I have done better? What could I have said better? Yeah. Mine just, it really goes off with the crowd because I've been some places and I've never had a, a terrible crowd. Like, I, I've never got booed off stage. Um, hopefully, that never happens. But I've never I've never experienced that with the whole world, <laughs> the whole room. Is, I've never got that either because I feel like, in a lot of senses, like certain people are laughing just because other people are laughing. Like, like I remember Chris Rocket said this in an interview and he was like, I want people to laugh, but I want them to laugh for real. And, yeah. Right. 
like what I think about is not necessarily if I did good or bad, but how how does the the energy in the room? I'm really big on energy. How does the the energy is it is it is it, did I make it better? Did I make it worse? Like when I was when I where we are where we, Friday. Friday, I went in there and everybody was telling like the same type of joke. Yeah. And I went yeah, on stage yeah. and I immediately said something that had nothing. I was like, is it cold in here? Like, just, yeah. Little stuff like that can just get people's attention again because I can sense how everybody was like, okay, telling the same type of jokes. You know, I'm from here. I do this. Right. I believe in this. Like, same pattern. I was like, okay, let me go upstairs. Let me go ahead and do something totally different. Something borderline dramatic. And then that's why I did what I did. I was like, this is really dramatic. Then I happened to see different comics like the next day, just randomly in Pasadena. They just, hey, kid, you was funny. I loved you did yesterday when you passed on stage. That was hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, all right. So my goal was accomplished. I just wanted to change the room, change the temperature in the room because it was kind of it was kind of dull because everybody kept talking about the same thing. Yeah. And I feel like people do that because because we're nervous. Like, oh, he's talking about this, and you gotta laugh. So let me adjust what I'm doing. Don't don't adjust. Do what you be plan you. to do to be you. Be you. People like it, cool. If they don't like it, cool. Because a wise person taught me this. They used to work at Flappers. You know what I'm talking about. They taught me this. He was like, just be yourself and the right crowds will come around you. Yeah. Don't try to be a bunch of different things so people can assess who you really are. And then you'll have people around you for the wrong reasons. He's like, just because everybody doesn't laugh doesn't mean your joke wasn't funny. It just means that the crowd wasn't, wasn't who they were supposed to be. Yeah, and and I, I think that the, I think that the more you work on just being, like you're saying, being genuine and being you, the easier it's going to, you're you're going to have those gains down the road. You know what I mean? When you when you do get your feature time and your and your headliner time, because then you're going to be like, oh well, this is, I know how to be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's easier that way it's, yeah. you know keep it simple like we as human beings make life so much harder than it really is supposed to be I mean life is hard already but we make it way harder by overthinking yeah. and it's like kind of like you, you, you have a test and you know the answer and you mark the answer but you think it's too easy so you mark the wrong answer and then after you get the test back you're like damn I knew that answer because you overthink it you see all your race marks exactly yeah, that's really how life is like we make life way harder than it needs to be absolutely and it's, it's easier to continue being yourself and to try to be somebody else because you know you better than anybody else does. Yeah, see, the empathy with both of you, I think, I think that, I think I'm, I, I appreciate that you don't have that, I call it the never been kissed, like, vibe. You know what I mean? Like, where there's people that are just so desperate to be famous or to make this happen within whatever timeline. Usually it's a year, two years, you know what I mean? And so there's, they have, they put all this pressure on themselves and it's just like, you know, the person has never been kissed. Like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's going to happen today. Like, oh, she said, she said hi to me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, yeah, and you're just like, hey, whoa, like, enjoy the moment. Just be you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, go out with the girl and just be you. You know what I mean? You'll be all right. Like, I enjoy. I want to yeah. do it because I enjoy it. If it turns into anything, awesome. If it stays yeah. me doing mics the way I'm doing them and shows the way, like that's awesome too. I because I genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. It's not just the act of comedy; it's the community that I've really fallen in love with more than anything. Yeah. And making those connections. I mean, like, like I mean, I'm going through a lot of my personal life, and it was interesting. Friends that I've had for years, a couple of them would text me like, "Hey, you doing good?" 
I had four comics like, hey, when you're going through divorce court, do you need us to come and sit behind you? And it was the comics that showed up. It was, and those are the ones that I'm just like, well, thank, thank you. Like that meant so much to me. Or like the ones that call up and are like, hey, I know, like your kids don't see their dad. Like I can come over and like help them. Just, just like just offering to show up. And I'm really kind of nervous with who my kids meet, comedy wise. Um, But it's. There's a few. There's a few there's of a few us. Questionable ones. Yeah, there's a few. Like, it's a lot of us. No, it's not yeah. it's, it's a lot. There's, of, there's a lot. A but I mean, like that genuine, like concern. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just mouthed, I just mouthed the name. I was like, no, don't ever bring. We'll, we'll tell you after the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll wait for that one. It's fine. No, I'm, I'm cool with not dropping names at all. But yeah, no, it was. It's the community that I think made me love comedy even more like it's going up on stage getting that laugh is amazing but getting down and sitting next to somebody that I consider pretty much like a brother now yeah even better yeah. like so yeah and I, I think that's and that's one of the reasons why like I do this you know what I mean like why I invite people over like why it's so funny so I told I, I told my girlfriend I was like yeah I'm making uh, uh, you know I was gonna make chicken uh, like chicken fingers I didn't realize, like, how big these chicken tenders were going to bulk up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, these things are huge, right? And so I'm over there, and I'm cooking it, and so uh, my girlfriend comes by, and she's like, so, um, what are you, uh, what are you making? And I was like, yeah, I'm making, like, bad food, you know? And she's like, well, what is it? And I was like, it's, she, we are Weight Watchers. And she's like, well, how many pointers? I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's breaded chicken and peanut oil. And she's like, are, are her kids, uh, allergic to peanuts? And I was like, fuck. I don't, I don't know, but they have a rabbit, so I don't think so because no, like okay. most people that have rabbits, are, like they, you can't you can't have <laughs> any allergy a and a rabbit. Like you know what I mean? I like how that's like. <laughs> do her kids have allergies? She has a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know people people that have like mild allergies. You put them next to a rabbit, and they like yeah. go crazy. Like rabbit dander is no joke. Like i think yeah, that's what they got that uh russian spy with i don't think it was neurotoxin i think they just <laughs> they, <gave him> a <laughs> they threw a rabbit at him <laughs> like he kind of and bounced so off. Now, if i don't like people it's like here hold the rabbit yeah exactly <laughs> no it's yeah, that was their their big gift recently they were super excited about it yeah the rabbit not the, and the they're probably loving the chicken tenders downstairs but the rabbit was it easter it was um it was a friend that had a rabbit that didn't want it anymore mm-hmm. and didn't know what to do with it and my whole life I've been the place where you're like, hey, I have this unwanted animal, take it. And so that's kind of that what I am. you got your, your uh, ex-husband? That's how I got my ex-husband. He showed up and then never left. And it's, yeah, no, I'm really good at, like, taking things that nobody wants, apparently. Um, it's a gift. It's a, it is a gift. I ended up with sugar gliders that way, which are, like, Australian flying squirrels. Shut up. They were so cool, but so creepy. But, like, it was somebody, they're like, oh, they're illegal in California. I don't know what to do with them here. And, like, left them at my house. And I'm like, all right, we'll work with this. So you dropped off a misdemeanor? (laughs) I'm like, nobody speak a word right now. But they're really awesome. Like, the cage was taller than me. I could stand inside the cage because they needed to jump from stuff. Really? Yeah. I haven't thought about them in a while. They were cool. I was reading a book on the Romanovs. So, like, one was named Anastasia. And then I had a rat at the same time. And I have an issue. I've had rats. I've, I've had so many things. See, I think, I think someone that has a rat, like, that creeps me out. I don't... They're so smart. That's what people say, but that's... But they also... I'm just going to take your word for it. I don't, I don't deal with animals, spiders, anything that has more legs than me. <laughs> I, 
when you say spiders, though, so I lived in Japan for a couple years, and there's a spider out in Okinawa that is called a banana spider, and it's the size of a banana, bright yellow, and I remember walking across, like, this bridge in, like, the jungle somewhere out there, and, like, all of a sudden, like, seeing this massive web that crossed the entire bridge and, like, this giant yellow thing. Like, I'm going to walk through the water right now. It's fine. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a a, 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 a viper a, a venomous snake over. Uh... Like they have they have like super poisonous snakes, and then they put those snakes in sake, and you drink it, and it tastes awful, but it works so well. Take your word for it, guys. <laughs> snakes, less snakes. <laughs> Anything plus more legs than me and less legs than me. That means if you're listening to this and you have one leg, I don't trust you. You make bad decisions. You did this to yourself, but I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't trust you. So you got more legs than me, less legs than me. I don't trust you. I'm I'm now picturing every amputee as a snake. I don't know why you did that to me. I just don't trust them. You know, know, this is the thing. We have to clear this. Put this in here. Let's stop saying everybody who is handicapped is a good person. I need to check their resume because some of them may have deserved to lose the limits. I'm just saying. Because I met a few, and a lot of them have bad attitudes. I don't know if they lost that before or after they lost it. <laughs> they lost the leg and the good attitude in one day. I'm just serious. Did, like, did you get attitude and get amputated, too? I'm, I'm serious. You ever dealt with that one person? Like, me personally, I've had a situation. It was a guy. And I'm trying to be, you know, be, nice deeds are gone. Being a nice guy is over with. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, I see him struggling. He's, like, wailing himself. Wailing himself into the door. Wailing himself into the door. Over the door, he was like, close it. I was like, what? He was like, just close it. I was like, what? And he was like, just close the door. So I was like, okay. So, so, many times. so I, I, I closed the door. First of all, I tried to act like I heard him the first time. I'm like, I'm not going to close on a handicapped person. Right. You know, this, this feels bad. And then when he got close to me and his attitude was just crazy, I was like, you know what? I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I just closed the door and he got stuck in there. He got trapped in the door. So he was in there. He was, it took him like 20 minutes to get in. By the time he got in, I, I was walking out. I said, all right, man, be safe. Maybe you want me to throw before you. And he was like, fuck you. Yeah, that guy, that guy had had some anger issues. He reminded me of like, what was it, like, like Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan? Dan? That's what he reminded me of. Like, he had the same attitude. He only had one leg. I was like, I don't, I can see you didn't have a pair. You needed a pair, but, you know, you got one in the hole. Like, you you got one more, you know. So I like, you need a pair. Like, be I wonder, grateful. I wonder if. Can you imagine, like, if he lost his leg because someone was holding the door for him, and like, there was some type of like crazy accident? That I don't know how you could hurt yourself with someone holding the door, but no telling, no telling. This economy, no telling. May have been like one of those. Um, uh, <laughs> we got so we have uh, my boys and Stephanie's boys here in the house. So if you hear little little voices, what are you looking for, boys? Legos. Alright. We're, uh. I don't even think. I don't even think we own Legos. And if we have Legos, I can't stand Legos. Do you like Legos? I hate them. I've stubbed my toes on many times on Legos, and I don't even have kids. I don't trust them. I only recently lifted the Lego band that was in my house. They're ridiculous, and they're expensive as shit. You have to get the off-brand ones, the Duplo. (laughs) (laughs) They're much bigger. (laughs) You're like, you're going to be using the the, the Legos made for two-year-olds until you're 50. I don't care because you can see them a lot easier. I think the only Lego thing that I liked was they had these little, like, Batman figurines. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The figures are important. I know what you're talking about, yeah. I had had some of those. Those things were pretty cool. Batman's my favorite superhero because he's the closest I ever get to being a superhero. He just has a bunch of money. 
Oh really? That's, 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 that's it. That's, that's all it is. No, just a bunch of money, too much time on his hands. That's it. So I was like, I, I can beat him. Everybody else I can't beat him. I can't. You gonna be the Dollar Tree Batman? There you go. I can't get, get a utility belt. Yep. Yeah. Full yeah. of uh, like a gardening <laughs> belt out of the gardening section. Like, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a full-on Robert's hook in my bag. <laughs> Like, no, I was like, I could be just like him when I grow up. So, do you like other superheroes? Is it just Batman? Um, I like Batman and Deadpool. Okay. Oh, dude, I'm looking forward to that new Deadpool. If you can mix them two together and they needed somebody to play them, guys, give me a call. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I'll be bringing a lot of berries. I'll be the first black Deadpool. Deadpool? Is it Deadpool? I'm slaughtering this word right now. Forgive me. Deadpool. There we go. Three times a charm. So, if y'all need any help with that, I'm a writer too. Let me know about it. Just write your own. There we go. Uh, go a low it. budget one. I'm like jumping <laughs> off of bombs buildings and rolling under Uber cars. It's like, no. We're going to commandeer this, uh, this Uber. And you're not going to get it back in one piece. It's not like every Uber ride ever, though. I'm, never ter- been I'm terrified. I've never been in an Uber. I don't think I ever will. And here's the reason why because I don't, I don't like getting into my friends' cars. Because I'm, I'm so big that when I get in someone's car, mm-hmm. everyone tells me the same thing. Tails over? No, no. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you were going to say. I started filling the blank. I'm sorry. The, the, they'll say, oh, you can slide the seat back. Every time I get in front of the seat, oh, you can slide the seat back. And I'm like, they're like, oh, that's as far back as it goes? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's as far back as it goes. Like, no one's ever seen. Oh, okay, that's just being tall, though, because I deal with that. So that's just being You get tall. that, too? I get that, too, and I'm just tall. I'm pocket size. I don't have that issue. Yeah, I really... You can How tall are you? I'm 5'4". Are you? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, like that's not very convincing. Yeah. Okay, so... According to the <laughs> we, we smelled bullshit. So, so we smelled smell under like five. No, because I remember getting my weight. <laughs> my weight category was to the five four mark. So I'm gonna go with that because that's on government paperwork. Your weight category was yeah. So in the military, you no, have no, a weight no, category. Yeah, yeah, I get it. My dad was in the military. I get it. I was, okay. I was like, that doesn't mean that you're actually that tall. That's so what they I told me. So can I, I just mean, tell do, people that I was six ten? Do you want to like? Imagine me right now because I'm okay with it. I'm pretty sure I'm five four, but I've been wrong about other things, so I wouldn't put it past me at this point. But now I'm five four. Five four. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the final answer. So we're really yeah, we go. Even though that sounds shady, you know. No, I'm five four, guys. Do they believe me? Um, no, because I have heels that bring you to five seven. Thank you. <laughs> You can hear about this later, just so you're aware, in the car. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so you're five four. Oh, oh, they heard. That's what he's talking about. No, that's my daughter right now. Oh, oh. She's my um, extremely observant one. She's probably going to be down there fuming when I'm talking about her. Um, she's my super <laughs> observant one. So she's the one that's that. She's a scientist when she grew up. She's, she's my scientist she's right there. She's well, and it's funny because like she's a lot like me, but. In a much smaller form. Like, I feel like I should have, like, because I'm really against, like, people when they baby talk to their kids. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Talk to them like they got sense. So I do, and it's, and, but that's, it's backfired. Because oh. <laughs> now she knows words that she shouldn't at her age. Well, and I get messages from her teachers, like, did, did you know your daughter knew this word? And I was like. You gotta lie. Yeah. Duh, just lie. Like, I don't know, TV is on. We took, we took away Google privileges, actually, because she was searching for stuff, and she's like, how are babies born? And like, no, no, no. And she's like, how do babies get in there? And we're like, and Google's done. We're going wow. <laughs> to. You can't. You're not doing the search anymore. So we're, we're waiting she for those privileges to come back. The whole, uh, what, what, what is it? What's the, what's the saying? Like, 
Birds and the Bees. Birds and the Bees. Birds and the Bees conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody told her, like, they're like, they need something to the store. She's like, they either come from, they get cut out of your stomach or they come out of your girly parts. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh. All right. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> like, oh. But that's what I, I hear her downstairs. Stop talking about me. And cut. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. I'll be terrified. I'll sleep my, li- I'll sleep my door locked. <laughs> you, I know there's a baby in here somewhere. We gotta cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> and, and she knows it has to be done at a doctor's office, but it's like she says those things. But my son's the one that'll come and like stand like next to my bed in the middle of the night, and like I wake up and he's like, "I want to lay here," but he doesn't like try to wake me up. He just stands there until like I I feel his presence. So it's like <laughs> my ex-wife. She one time she was like, "I'm so mad at your son," <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" She's like, "I'm sitting there and I'm asleep." over and he's poking me in the shoulder and he's like mom 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 <laughs> mom she's like what 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 is everything okay do you think my flesh and clothes is going to wake up dad <laughs> <laughs> that was the best <laughs> it's yeah I mean if you have kids it's such an interesting Interesting thing to go through because I mean, like, I, many of my mom tells us stories of it. Just you guys were all so good, and like, I, I don't know what happened to the next generation because <laughs> like, they're crazy. I think my mom, my parents were always funny with me. You know what I mean? Like they were. My mom would tell. I remember she took me to. We used to go to my shoes at Buster Brown's. I have no idea what that is. It's a well, I'm old, so it's a shoe store. You're not, that, you're not that much older than me. I thought. I'm 41. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in my thirties. Yeah, I just, people people don't believe that I'm forty one, but I'm like, yeah. It's a like, good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. you gotta live to get old. So yeah, I'm trying to get and to so, forty. <laughs> and so, <laughs> that's your goal. Forty one. I tell I tell people I'm like like my, my girlfriend now. She's she'll say um, she'll be like, no, like want to have kids, and I was like, uh, listen, uh, I don't tell you, but. Uh, you you don't you can like cast those like living <laughs> together into our like golden years out like I'm not gonna be there <laughs> like you know what I mean like, <laughs> dog big dogs have hip problems guys my size don't make it past fifty like I don't know what to tell you like you know what I mean I, I like too much grease um, I don't go to sleep on time I don't drink water I'm living the dream right now. <laughs> This is not long-term goals. This is short-term goals now. Yeah, I made this. So I made this. When I made this chicken, she's like, "Oh my gosh!" She's like, this is "So because we've been on Weight yeah. Watchers trying to lose weight." It is delicious, by the way. Thank you. Water intake. I'm telling you, listen to me. For somebody, I, okay, I've never been like five thousand pounds. For anybody who's going to ask me this, I've never been that. Have big. you ever been overweight? I played sports my whole life. Okay, so that's like. Well, check this out. Right Everybody now, live with right now you might as well be telling me how to raise children. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can even tell you about that, too. Okay. Oh, no, he has, he has a perspective. Oh, yes. Perspective. Oh, yeah. Check it out. I have a dog. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check I can tell that. Right. So, you guys are parents, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With you. Now, when your kids were born, did you feed them by ounces or did you feed them whatever? Did you feed them by ounces? No. Ounces. Uh, ounces? ounces at first, yeah. Okay, check this out. Water and tape? However much you weigh by pounds, divide that by two, that's how many ounces he's supposed to supposed to drink per day. Right? So as you listen, check this out. Well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna drown. No, <laughs> People listen to this, do not drink like all that water at one time. 
Don't drink it all at one time. Don't drink it all at one time, folks, because you'll drown. But the body is, the body is made of over 70% water. So, if you check this out. Because I did go to school. I dropped out. But I did go to school. That's the point. Listen to me. It was school in the past. There you go. But, you know, I learned something. So, your body is over 70% water. So, <laughs> I had a book bag with no books in it. But that's not the point. I went. I was there in class every day. I was there. I'm not going to tell you everything I learned. I was there. Check this out, though. Body you learned over, water. Body, I learned about water. Body's over 70% water. Like this. Put a piece of paper. Okay. If you don't believe, put a piece of paper in the tub, fill the tub up, and try to break it in half. It's going to take forever. But if you take a piece of paper right out of anywhere, river right now is real easy. The body is the same way. So as you start to move a little bit more, you'll start to pee out a lot of a lot of your, a lot of our, of our weight is body. It's water weight. I'm dead serious. So okay. you'll start to lose a lot of weight. I'm not telling everybody to drink like you know a whole liter of water per day if you can't handle it. Like. Be smart, and I know a lot of y'all don't know what that means, but some of you guys do. So, to people who do, find somebody who doesn't, teach one, reach one, all that good stuff. You guys can make it. That's, That's your public service announcement for the day. For the day, yeah. So, you're, so, so you, so when you were in school, you learned that wet paper is more durable than dry paper. Yes. That's why I dropped out. You know you're going to be leaving. You're, like, <laughs> you're going to be there like trying to cut water. No, there's no way. There's no way because. Paper There's paper right there. Apart. I've seen paper right there. Yeah, paper and I've, always, always I know. Falls apart. Wow. It does. Like I said, put a piece of wet paper this in there. This is why dropped out. Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay. Folks, put, okay. a piece of, put a piece of paper Here in the tub. Here we go. Next time, you go. next time you go boo-boo, wet a piece of toilet paper, and then go at it. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. No, 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 no. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. You're listening to me, boys. You're listening to me. Leave the paper in the water. Okay. And then try to do it. Don't take it out the water. Leave it in the water because that is the reference. And then karate chop it. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to, just that's all I'm picturing. I'm using their karate. I thought chop that's what is that? So you had that same thing? I did. I'm like, I'm over here. I'm like, you can try. You can try. You all can right. Try. You can try. I like that we were both like, water. okay, we're gonna karate kick the shit out of this paper. That's right. Yeah, I'm telling you, and that's literally how the body is. You can do your googles. I'm not gonna tell you where I got it from because people love to complain about what's right and what's wrong. Do your own googles on it. Well, this no, I'm just why he wasn't black. <laughs> Right, exactly. That explains so much of my childhood right there. <laughs> <laughs> you Google, y'all. He's like, they laughed to wax on, wax off, bitch. He's like, <laughs> and he made a fortune. He made a fortune. And this is all I'm picturing now. It's like, how would a black used to be hockey? Like, wax on, wax off. I feel like it's going to go badly. <laughs> like I said, folks, get your water intake up, eat more fruits and vegetables, and go to sleep at a decent time. I need That's to work it. on sleep. Here's the problem. I don't like doing stand-up comedy, and I gotta be up at day four job. in the morning. You know what I, you know what I hear from that? What's that? Excuses. Excuses. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. How am I supposed to get sleep? Excuses. How'd you, you how, how'd you get this house? Did you, did you just drop up and get it, or did no. you plan for it? No, no. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to figure out. But there's also kids. I mean, like you don't like, have kids. Like I can't take a nap during the, the day. Where's the time? To do listen, that. listen. I'm not a doctor. I'm only telling you. <laughs> And also, they've done. There's studies that not everybody needs the same amount of sleep. We don't. So not. That's why I say, I say get decent sleep. I just say it's every amount of hours. My girlfriend swears that she needs more sleep than anybody on the planet. I think she's part koala. She's like, that's adorable. She's 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 kind that's of fluffy. That's, that's one way. <laughs> just saying. Like, like, okay. Like, I I because I, I don't get a lot of sleep because I have a day job. Yeah. And I have to be functional at my day job. Keyword function, I like that word. Well, I, I teach. 
So my baby function all day. iPhones are baby. You can sit there and put off the phone. They're eighth grades. I have to pay attention because they left You're to their own teacher. Yes, left to their own devices. They will kill each other. Oh. Um, but it's like so I have to do. I do that, and then I coach soccer. I have my son in t-ball. My daughter's in Girl Scouts and dance and all of those. And then I finish that, get them in bed, and I go to stand up. So it's like my life is is pretty packed. So it's like if you see me somewhere, I, I have my, I have like two laptops. I have one that I'm like working on my schoolwork. I have for my students' schoolwork, and then comedy is like on a notebook on the side. So my life is kind of crazy. Sleep is sleep goes by the wayside most of the time. Everybody just do the best you can. What you got? A lot harder than I am. I know you're grinding harder than me right now. I, I love it though. I I think I need this, except for I am sore from soccer practice the other day because I'm like running up and down the field. But like I I I I like having ten million things going on, and I think especially with everything going on in my life, like keeps you busy. It keeps me busy. It keeps my kids busy. It, it's another thing I, I wanted to show them, like that you can still like your world can fall apart, and you can still get up the next day, and you can still keep everything going. And like comedies just help me find another way to laugh about all of it. That's one thing that's tough, like with the with having kids and and like I take the, the high road, man, the high road oh. all day. Like you know what I mean? And I know. I think I think that one. I hope one day like they'll look back and be like, wow, like like dad, like I I do so I I do so much and I don't do to try and save their their. Um, try and like save their childhood you know what I mean yeah it's 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 fine it's hard finding that balance I think because it's like okay I joke about these stuff but it's not stuff I bring in like the kids right. right and but it's also it's like in how I do everything I have to make sure that I'm doing it I want them to look back and be proud of of who I am yeah and I'm really fortunate that I get I can look back at my parents and be like I'm proud of who they are and who they made me become yeah. and I want that same response from my kids towards me and my kids know I do comedy. My daughter loves it. She's gone with me to meetings because I have a couple projects that I'm working, and she's sitting in the back just scribbling her own notes. And you take them to go do comedy? Not, not for comedy shows, for meetings and planning stuff. Oh, okay. So you finding venues. That's comedy. That's, that's a rare one. And you know, it's, it's yeah. but I want I want them to see like that it's hard work. It's not just you get up and you do something like everything you work for. And so, but yeah, no, my daughter sat there with me for a meeting for this one venue, and she sat there making her own notes, and she's like, I think I want to plan something like this. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, if that's what you get from this, I'm happy. Like, it's not easy, and just be true to who you are at the end of the day. When I have my cards, they were wanting to go pass them all out to everybody. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can help with that. Okay. We'll talk about that. I need to get this guy some freaking photos, man. Like, I'm trying to look at you on, like, you have no picture on your... I have a photographer. <laughs> he's trying to not oh, be recognizable. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I just took. I have a friend who's a photographer, and so she took headshots for me. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, you made me look pretty. I love it. Like it's so nice. <laughs> One picture that's on there is me at the Tiana ticket, and it was just me at a bar with Weatherby, my dog. I like it. Yeah. So it's just, it was just honest. Am I the only comic that doesn't have a picture? I think no. So. Just, no, not if I... On the show that we're going to be on? Yeah, you're the only one. Yes. I'm going to get a picture eventually. You just put a picture of your, like, hand over your face. Oh, <laughs> well, well, no. It's just like, it's like a little thing. People always have a, you know, a preconceived notion about me because, like, I don't know if the world can tell this because I joke a lot, but I'm actually very intelligent. So people will hear the name and then they be like, oh, okay, and then they expect some completely different person. 
and then I come on stage, and I'm like, I didn't think I didn't think we were gonna talk about the same stuff we talked about. Like people think I won't be like when a comedy star before and just yeah. scream my motherfucker every five seconds, yeah. and then I don't do any of that. Like I cuss, but it's like for a reason. I don't just be cussing just for fun. Yeah. So yeah. like those people are. So like, I enjoy making people not have the perception, or like not not meeting their expectation. Right. I think that's always fun. So, but eventually, I am going to get a picture. <laughs> um, I didn't want to take a picture today because I have a hat on from a place that I'm not certified to take pictures with. I don't want to get sued because okay. I don't have any money. So if they sue me, I'll be upset because they wouldn't get anything. So uh, I, I think we would both be. See, uh, you, you, upset. You, you, you care about the people that are gonna possibly sue you. You're like, I want to at least get something from me. Like, exactly. They're, they're, like, they're gonna like, sue me. And they're gonna be just as disappointed as I am. We both got our times wasted because we're gonna leave with nothing. I don't have anything for you to take. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I am gonna get one. I am gonna get one. You know, um, I don't know what to wear because you know if you wear certain things like certain three people clothes stuff like that, you can get. Them, I don't. Yeah, I, I think that some people. And then I don't want to look like some greased, old up idiot either because you know some people try to like try to be too sexy. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not trying to be sexy. Like I'm just more like a regular, regular picture, probably with, like a black tee or something. Yeah, regular. Like, yeah, it work. I like how you're like I'm avoiding sexy. I, I, I am because no because you'd be surprised like all, all jokes aside all jokes aside when I go places and comics see me they think you should use your your looks more and I'd be like I'm sorry my entire life people like me based off my character so I don't know how to just use my looks you should use your looks more I don't know what that means like, I've gotten that and I don't understand it I'm like I this is take it or leave it this is what you get like I think it's, I think it's pretty uh Pretty self-explanatory. Well, I've never heard that before. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Because <laughs> I had people tell me like I should make sure I doll up and like look very girly and stuff like that. And sometimes no, I do. No, I'm not. Some, I mean, because like, I have two modes. I'm either going to come and like a t-shirt and jeans, like I make my hair pulled back, no makeup, or I'm going to come and like try and look cute. I don't know what I'm doing until that day. It just depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah. In all know. honesty, so it's like, but. I think that comes down to branding, and that's and and the thing is, is that if you start branding yourself, you know how do you like how, how it's hard to get out of that. Yeah, well, I don't want my comedy to be based on what I'm wearing either. Right. Like I want to be funny because well, I, do you I want, want to be a this. character. Or do you want to I, be you. I'm me. So as I said, it, I don't know what I'm wearing until that. that and there's times where I'm like, well, I don't want to go in what I wore to work today because I'm in like a little sweater vest and people are gonna ask me like yeah. for cookie recipes. But like, so I'm like, I, I want to go out and be comfortable. So it's, it's, but sometimes I'm like, I would like my butt to look good. So I'm going to wear this outfit. It just depends on my day. Yeah. Fair so. enough. But, but like Larry the Cable Guy, like that's, that's a character. That's, that's a character, 100%. That's not, yeah. that's not him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's, I think the only people that don't know it are the people that have bought his CD, Larry's DVD. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it's. They follow him. But it's, um, it, it, he's worth it, you know? They're getting money, so I give them that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably actually going to get a call from my ex-husband to talk to my children with you. Oh, no worries. Yeah, I'm, so I'm just giving you the heads up. Okay. <laughs> Alright. We, um... Alright. Sorry. I'm 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 Legally, I'm legally. No, I no, I want my kids to have a relationship with their dad. I think it's extremely important. I just wish I didn't have to be a conduit for that yeah. relationship. Give it like ten years. Yeah. Ten years. I I hold I hold no ill will actually. Like I 
if, if anything else, it's like it's like a genuinely like the day after you left, I'm like, well, I hope he's I hope he's good. Like, no, no. The point is, I give it like ten years that your your kids have cell phones. They're just, they're just nah, they'll probably have a cell phone in the next year, given I'll that we could be like here. But it's a flip phone. I don't want them to have smartphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll be devastated. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just thinking about how wild I was with a flip phone. Oh my god, I know how I was with Skinamax. You get full access to, to everything. HBO. Again, Google privileges have just been taken away in my house, so yeah. I'm already there. And think about how crazy I was on the landline. Nobody was home, or when I thought nobody was home. You calling this, those uh, date lines? Do you remember those? I never did that. No, the party lines? That. The party lines. I, never did that. I, never I had did friends that. that did that. I, I remember coming at the house one time and being on the phone and being like, this is just creepy. Yeah, that never <laughs> happened. I, I, had a, I would go on to AOL chat rooms <laughs> and there'd be like no one in there and there and out. But I remember like... Uh, I remember the ASL. They used to be like... Yeah, yeah. And there was like the the 909 like singles under 20 or like <laughs> you know what I mean? or, or in 20s, 30s, 40s. Yeah, I it was all guys. You didn't have any of that. No, I, I never really had problems with women in, in real life. So no, I was just out. You was just out. I was just out. Remember the whole like, why are I using my looks? <laughs> I use it. No, I, not, I use not it even, for keeps. Not, <laughs> not, not even, not even on the cocky stuff. I just always just always was funny. As long as you're funny, women are gonna be around you. Yeah, yeah. And I've never been like swole or anything. I just you know, but all of my friends, like if you were to see all my friends, all of them, all they do is like. Pick, and then I look odd because everybody we, we dress the same. Like I was the were, guy with the pencil and the, and the eraser in the book bag. I was the kid that just was sliding. And all my friends, like, they're like really stocky. And, like, mm-hmm. They're personal trainers now. And then it's me. Oh, so right. when we go places, you can tell I don't work out. Everybody, everybody has on that t shirt that's like two sizes too small. Like, yeah. they're all ripped. And, and the arms like, cut. Arms cut. Arms yeah, cut. me. Like, we wear the same clothes. I'm like, bro, are you. You look like you thought about killing yourself, but the last second you changed your mind. I saw a type of shirt me, like, let it go. Like, you, you have an XL on. You need a triple X. It's okay. Like, yeah. That's just me, though. But they're cool. Like, oh, I'm just funny. I'm funny. And How long have you been out here? Because you said that you grew up. Or that you were out in Maryland. Maryland. I've been out here. Uh, maybe two years. Maybe. Oh, okay. Not, not that long. Not what that made long. you move out here? Um. Everything I want to do in my life makes more sense for me to move here or in New York, but I'm not moving to New York because I love the cold, but I hate the snow. I know that doesn't make sense. Don't worry, you. East Coast people, y'all it, understand. It me. makes sense. I lived in Oregon. There you go. I, I, get I it. love the cold, but I hate the snow because the snow was only cool if you're in high school. After that, it's annoying because I have shit to do. I'm like, okay, so how am I going to get to work in this blizzard? Okay, I'm not going to. Yeah. I remember being snowed in and being like, well, uh, luckily I have enough food in the fridge. We can make it. We're good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that's not good. So yeah, so I came here, and I have a lot of family all over this state, and I don't have any family in New York, and I love, I love knowing that somebody that that appreciates me and somebody that likes me and is there for me just for me is around me. I was like, I, I appreciate that because my family's big, and you know, every every family has drama, but I I like my family. And I talk about my family all the time. So were you talking about your family that's around there, that's around there for you, or yeah? It? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't have a girlfriend, so it's only my family. Did you bring someone? No, that's, that wasn't that. Definitely, that's why I read the text. I was like, cool. But did you bring somebody? On somebody was with me, yeah. But then oh, okay. You just threw that, threw that G word out. I didn't know. You're like, no, we stopped the line at girlfriend. That's like, not. I didn't know. I, I just. I was looking around the house like, who? I've been single for a long time. 
Watch out. Watch out. Ladies. <laughs> Looking for a guy six feet and over. Drinks a lot of water. <laughs> drinks a lot of water. 157,000. Can't call. That's, uh, that's 76 ounces of water. <laughs> you get it all. And then some. Then some. Get it all the water. Then some. Go to Costco together. That's right. Honestly, how long have you been with your girlfriend? Um, we've been together for uh, two years. Okay. Like two and a half years. Awesome. I don't have one. It was like literally like right after. So, um, like everything went to crap with the with the ex. I found out that anyway, it was I I was living a lie that I didn't know. Yeah. And so everything, my whole world was just. Shadow. Just a sham, just a shadow, yeah. And so when that whole thing collapsed, um, I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna go and just have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like into anybody, and but I didn't want to be alone. And so like I was like, I'm just gonna see, like, go out and meet people. And so when I, I went on like Craigslist, I was like, "Hey, like, let's just go out and do something, like, mm-hmm. people. I don't care." And so I met this uh, this one girl. And I was like, okay, we're going to go to Price is Right. And so I had a ticket. And so my buddy, uh, he was like, oh, um, why don't you, I have four tickets. So why don't you bring somebody and I'll bring this girl that I'm taking. And so he ended up bringing Tiana because they're roommates. And so they show up and I'm with this girl that I just met and she ended up frustrating me and was just being annoying and so I was like well I'm having a better time with this my buddy's roommate than with this girl and so I was like so I called my buddy and I was like hey like I'm not gonna be uh, we have we had tickets and that that girl was annoying me like made us miss out on going to prices right because she was doing stupid stuff and so um, I was like hey I'm I'm I got tickets, I got tickets to go back, but I'm not going to take this girl, um, and, uh, and he's like, well, what happened, and I was like, well, honestly, like, I had a better time with Tiana than I did with this other girl, so, um, you know, I just, I just figured, uh, I'm, I'm just not going to see her anymore, and he's like, well, why don't you get Tiana, and I was like, love, and I was like, no, love, perfect love, did, did you, Buy him a beer or something? That's a lot. No. Perfect, perfect. I was like, no. I was like, she's way too young for me. I was like, she's 22. I'm 39. Like, that ain't gonna happen. And so he's like, he's like, no, no, no. Um, she, she's into older guys. And I was like, yeah, she's 22. I'm 39. It's not gonna happen. He's like, well, I'm gonna invite her around. I'm like, well, do what you gotta do, but I'm just telling you, like, she's too young. So then he ends up telling her, and she ends up texting me and says, hey, let's go get a beer. And so we ended up going out, having a couple beers, and we've just been hanging out ever since, and we moved in together. So. In the house every day. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Amazing. Yeah. But that's how, that's how it all started. And so. So did you go to Long Beach? No, she won. I think, I went to Cal State Northridge um, at, a, at a high school. But I didn't graduate. Like I just, I wanted to go play football. That was it. But I didn't. I, I don't even have my AA. Like I'm, 
Oh, I'm like seven credits short of that. Throw it again. Nice. Learn about more water. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was listening to NPR. This guy had a has an MBA. He's living out of his out of his car. He has it's an crazy. MBA from well, I mean, it's from University of Phoenix. Wasn't Notre Dame or nothing. Yeah. But, but still. But he's got GED. But he's got he's got all this uh all this debt for having that yeah. for having that paper and he's well, and that's an expensive school. Oh yeah. Because I'm gonna be starting my master's next year. And yeah, but see, so you have but you do have a job. Are yeah. you permanent? Um. So the school I'm at, it's a charter school. So every year there's no tenure. Oh. So you just they, they keep you on your game. <laughs> so we'll see. I enjoy it, and I know the principal says I'm I'm good at what I do. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. I haven't been there that long, and I have students that come up and they want to tell me the best days, the best part of their days, the worst part of their days, really and they're learning. Right now, for you to be a science teacher, dude, that's what I'm getting my master's in. And I want you to bring a watermelon and slow down. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be starting my master's in, in biology, so that's going to be like my goal is to then maybe eventually be like a high school science teacher. Oh, yeah. um, I like that's probably why my daughter's into science so much because I'm like, hey, do you want to go make something explode, like in a very safe manner? Um, so it's like that's that's probably why like my kids are the way they are. They they're definitely mini me's in their own right. Yeah, I think uh, I think she was playing Matt. I think her and, her and Matt were playing chess. They were. They we were walking up here. Like, they were. They were definitely playing chess. <laughs> That's um, good, though, because it teaches you how to use both sides of your brain, so. Yeah, no, it's, I, def- I, I want my kids, like, if anything, like, my goal is for them to not be assholes and to be a whole person, like. Focus on the second part. Well, it's like, but no, it's like, there's, <laughs> there's a combination of the two, but like, I mean, like, because it's, it's I, I hate, like, how most people, like, now are so entitled. Oh and like you God. see it in comedy, you're like, oh, I didn't open my like, I should be, like, and you kind of like that, like, I deserve this instead of trying to earn it, and that drives me crazy, and so, like, that's, when I say I don't want my kids to be assholes, that's what I mean. I don't want them to walk around being like, I deserve this. They don't this. want to be entitled. I want them to earn everything that they get, and yeah. it's not a matter of, like, you give me what I think I, what I think I deserve, it's be worth that. Okay. I can't do nothing but appreciate that one. I want, I want my boys to be humble. You know what I mean? Like, that's tough. That's so tough now. Yeah. That's freaking tough. Well, it's, everything is instant gratification. Yeah. Social media. Nice. I feel like we need to bring two things back. Bullying needs to become okay again. And then weight. Like, what is it? Body shaming needs to become okay again. And not in a malice way, like how people say, just... Hey, I love you. I, I think you'll look great if you know you were in debt in two years. Just I feel like it, you know we need okay. to bring that back. So I did a little bit of bullying and a little bit of body shaming to our friend, and I haven't heard from him since. Oh, the moment we talked. Yeah, I just talked to him. Did you? Uh, yeah. He's okay. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, no, he's just busy. He didn't take it. Serious. He just me and him talk. I'll tell you later. He, okay. he has a lot going on. Now. All right. Yeah. Because honestly, okay, this is the problem. Like, we have this whole don't bully anybody. But life is a bully. Life is, think about what we were talking about with 45. Mm-hmm. What happened was, he's a bully and nobody around him is equipped to deal with bullies. So yeah. he just terrorizes everything. I was like, because nobody's used to dealing with it. Like, it's something, something my dad told me. My dad was like, he goes, you have to be prepared to be exactly who you are. And he was like, because if you try to be somebody else, you're going to eventually meet them. And then if you're you're not who you say you are, then kick your ass. And I was like, okay. Well, that, you know, I've never got my ass kicked, you know, but I, I understand the point. 
Right. And we need that in the whole like social media. Oh, you shouldn't tell somebody, tell everybody they look great and everything. No, we don't. Everybody doesn't look great and everything. And you can say it in a non-malice way. We need to teach people how to be resilient. We've lost the ability to be like, I'm just going to let that roll off my back. Like everybody thinks taste everything so personal. So personal. So what do you think about bullying? Um, I don't want my kids to be a bully. Yeah. I would be furious if my kids, and that's actually a conversation I've had, because like, my son is a sweetheart. You meet him, he's going to be the one that's like, my phone's recording everything I'm saying, I'm going to stop that. Um, like, my son's the one that he'll walk in the room and be like, Mom, you look beautiful, I love you. And then my daughter's going to be like, mm, you're doing your makeup like that? And I'm like, hmm, nice one, like, to make me feel good yeah. and one to kind of crush my soul. Balance. But like, <laughs> I don't. Yin and yang. <laughs> I don't want to find out that they did something that hurt somebody else. Like I said, like I don't like I want them to be able to like you know what somebody can say something to me and I'm gonna be like your opinion doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I don't want them to be a bully. I think a huge part of who I am was shaped by bullies. I was never a bully. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I did have. Bully bully so. I, I I did get in fights with people that would bully other people. I think I bullied people unintentionally. I think that I I think that I was a bully. But out of circumstance? No. <laughs> right. Out of out of me trying to be inclusive and like so I thought that I was being friendly. And I thought that I was like I I was if you could if, if you could laugh at yourself, you could laugh at other people. Yeah, so and so the thing is that for my family we always just laughed at each other. And I think that I remember meeting somebody and they were like, Yeah, like you bullied me and I was like, I thought we were friends. Like, I didn't know that I was bullying you. Some you know what I mean? take with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Some people were just overly sensitive. I realized yeah. that, too. Like, because I'm 24, and social media is... I probably use it a lot more than you guys do, and I'm on it a lot more than you guys do, probably. Um, because my life probably isn't as full of things that you do. Like, you guys take care of kids, and I don't have that yet. So, I'm not... Anybody's listening, I'm not, I'm not looking what for is kids it? right now. No, okay, there's sexist, racist, what is that? He's ageist. He's, he's ageist right now. I use social media. I got Snapchat last week. <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 who That's who, a whole who, set of issues right there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have one in each generation. Like, 20 to 30 to 40. We're good. Right, right. My space game is on point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you remember being able to change the theme on your MySpace. So. Well, mine, mine used to go up. Mine used to go up. It's crazy. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, oh, okay. So check this out. Like, people on social media, they have this thing. And we're literally, we're setting up the, the future generations to be not only weak-minded, but scary all over. Because they don't want to think for themselves. We don't. If you have an opinion that's against what the most of the crowd says, you don't keep it to yourself. And I feel like it's so much greatness inside of us as individuals. And mm-hmm. we tend to, oh, everybody's not saying let's do this. So I'm just going to do this regardless of believing it or not. And I know that's always been a part of life in some way. But I feel like it's way more prevalent right now yeah and it makes yeah. me nervous because i'll see okay it's like this like if you see a young lady right and she she has a certain body frame that doesn't fit uh a b-cup bra mm-hmm. right and then she has it on and all of a sudden it's oozing out and everyone oh that looks so great on you man i know that it, it, no I'm, i don't want to be rude but it doesn't yeah. and then it's and so oh you're hating on them why is every time someone says something and it's not the popular opinion it equals hate. Like, I can just not. I can just disagree with you. We can be okay. Like I don't take it personally because everybody's not gonna like what you do. Everybody's not gonna like what you say, and I get that. But 
I'd rather we just be honest with ourselves because literally the youth is just learning, okay, we're just going to lie to each other. Well, that's, I, I found that out going, like, try to go on dates. And people, like, they're trying to tell me the things they think I want to hear. And I'm like, be honest with me. I'd rather yeah. you tell me something that I don't agree with at all and you and be you. And so I get to know who you are rather than you lying to me and making me believe something else. Yeah. And that's, like, so it's like, that's, it's, I think it's through, like, through everything now. It's like, it's everywhere and... It's, I don't know how you are with your kids. Like, my kids, I don't want them to believe what I believe just because I believe it. Definitely. They have Question to have a reason everything. behind it. Like, Question even politics. Everything. Like, my daughter, for some reason, she's such a weird kid, is into politics. And I swear, like, she's not normal. She's seven. She's seven. Yeah, so she like, comes in and she starts talking to me about Trump. And I'm like, one second, before you do this, you need to start reading all these other things. And you need to read stuff on both sides. And she's like, why? And I was like, because I don't want you just being... A minute and repeating an opinion because yeah. you heard it. Yeah, don't, don't and so I've had to have that conversation about like you make your own opinions. Like my opinions aren't always necessarily popular, and I found out that there's a special name for my political views because I don't really fit either party. I don't think anybody really fits either party. So what are you? Um, my friend said I'm called a Dixiecrat. Dixiecrat. It's so it's a, it's a southern. So it means socially I'm very liberal. It sounds like a southern delicious dish. It yeah. does really. I. <laughs> I, I am eat, delicious, I, but okay, I would, no. eat, I would probably <laughs> eat a half dozen of Dixie grass. <laughs> you might want to. Um, no, it so it just means it's li- like socially, I'm really liberal. Fiscally, I'm really conservative. Okay. So it's it's I believe that everybody should kind of do their own thing, but I also think like financials and have like a lot of those things. So it's it's kind of a weird thing to kind of be between party lines on two pretty big factors. Right, right, right. Um, but for me, it's like I don't. That's because I believe the way I believe doesn't necessarily mean I want my kids to. Yeah, I'm. So I I have a an older stepson from my my previous relationship, mm-hmm. and so for him, uh, for him, I would tell him like, listen, I don't want you to try to be me. I don't want I don't want you to be me. Like what I and and I don't even though I I may not like everything that. You know, your biological father's done. Um, there are going to be people in your life that they're, you're going to love an aspect of them. And so when you, when you find these people, don't try and be that person, but it's okay for you to take that piece that you like and bring that into you. But you also have to realize that that person has things that you don't want to bring into you. There's things that I do that you are going to say, well, when I have kids, there's no way I'm going to do that. Yeah. Or when, you know what I mean? And so I, I realize that I'm a flawed person. And, and so with that, um, you know, I think that I think that for me, I'm just trying to trying to raise kids that are that are able to take a look at at the world and try and and make it better, yeah. but also to to find out who they are by by learning from other people. You know what I mean? Well, and I remember hearing that in the Marines. It was one of those things. It's like you're gonna have leadership that you love and you want to emulate, and then you're gonna have leadership that you hate, and you're like, okay, let me make sure I don't do any of those things. And it's kind of continually having that growth. And I, and, I, and I try to apply that to all areas of my life. And I try to emulate that for my kids to be like, look, I'm still growing. I'm still changing. I'm still figuring out who I am. Something's going to yeah. happen someday. And it's going to make everything else change. And 
and I've noticed like it impacts everything. So it's like I really want them to be able to do that. But I want them to form who they are, their opinions, their experience is going to shape who they are. And I want to allow that. Like I've, I see parents sometimes, and they're like, "No, I want my kids to do this, and this is how they're going to yeah, respond." You had you live and, your life. Yeah, and so it's I, I try to get both my kids. That's why it's like my kids are so different from each other, and you could spend five minutes with each of them separately, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're not the same kid at all. Yeah. And it's like my daughter is – I do a lot more of the typical things that most people would like are here. I get those from my daughter. Or, for, or like things that – like, oh, my son does this. My daughter does those things. And then for me, my son does a lot more of the things that people are like, oh, he's much more feminine. It's like yeah. you hear these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not saying that that's bad. It's just the things like he's much more caring, much more nurturing. Like, I call it sensitive. That's probably a much better way to do it. Like he's the one that would. My daughter had dolls. And my daughter's never played with dolls. She thinks they're stupid. And I walk in the room and my son's tucking the dolls in. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "My sister's a bad mom. I'm trying to take care of her babies." I'm like, that's awesome. "Like, all right, cool. Like, I'm okay with this." Carry no, on. I really hope this isn't signposting to like, <laughs> like, and I'm like, I would not be surprised because he's the one that'll like and. He's my creative one, and like I, I talk a lot about my daughter and like the things that she does because she just blows my mind on a regular basis. But like my son, just his imagination is so awesome because like the other day he was playing t-ball, he ran the bases with his hands up the whole time, and I'm like, "Are you a T-Rex?" And he's like, "No." And I'm like, "Are you a bunny?" And he's like, "No, I'm a cat." Meow. He ran the bases as a cat, <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, carry on, kitty." Like <laughs> that's pretty funny. And I'm just like, "That's I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I enjoy." Yeah, maybe it helps with reflexes. It, you know what? It's a, but he never lands on his feet, so he's a really bad cat. <laughs> this was defective in pretty bad pet smart. I think he's broken. A, I think I got the receipt. No, I don't want him to go back where he came from because that was not fun the first time around. <laughs> it's like there's a, that's a no return policy. I um like when Sleek was talking about uh, Sleek stepped out of her. Uh, when Sleek was talking about the uh, bringing bullying back. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a youth minister. For, for years and there was this one um, speaker that talked about uh, he always had a, a, a analog watch and it was he, he only bought spring watches he only brought watches that you had to wind the spring that is so awesome and so he said the reason why he, he had that is because every day he had to wake up in the morning and manually wind that spring he says, in order for it to keep time, not that he, if he, if he woke up, his, t- his watch wouldn't stop. I mean, it was still running, but he had to wind that spring every morning to get his day going, because if he didn't, time would stop. And he was saying that that spring, that that watch could only work under tension. Yeah. And so, I think, kind of like what Sleek is saying is that, you know, the. I think bullying is such a buzzword now, yeah. and and such a, a politically correct, you know, um, uh, buzzword. But I think that, that we need to have that we need to have that pressure yeah. placed back into our society to where people are able to 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 rise up. But I know it's a, a cliche, but like kites and 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 planes and and birds, they they need wind to, to, for them to fly. They need someone pushing against them. Like saying that, it's like, it's like telling you the difference between my kids. I think my son is probably, at this point, would be the kind of kid that somebody bullies. Just because of his reactions and stuff like that. I want that to not be something that changes him. I want him to continue to be the person that sees, like walks in a room and sees everything good in it. At least for now. 
And it's terrifying as a mom to know that that's probably going to go away. And so I'm like, I, I, I try to be like, if somebody says, because he's already had people make comments to him. Like, he, he went somewhere and he had bunny ears on. And somebody's like, you would let your son wear bunny ears? And I'm like, I'll wear them right next to him if he wants me to. He's a kid. Like, yeah. it's let him, let him be that. And it's like, don't try and take that away. It's like, but it's like, and so I'm like, I already know, like, I'm going to probably have to deal with this on the receiving end from him, probably on the delivery end from my daughter. But it's, it's kind of like that. I'm like, but I want him, like, if that's something that we go through, something that's there, that he still remains that person. And he doesn't see shame in who he is because, yeah, you're the kid that ran bases as a cat. Like, do it. Beat to your own drum and find more power in that. And I do think, like, because I know part of the reason why I'm so secure in who I am is I had people that challenged it. Yeah, but I think that, so, like, for, for Joshua, Joshua's my, he's my oldest, and he's, he's really sensitive. I've mm-hmm. talked about him on stage. Yeah, we've, we've had that conversation about the two of them. Yeah, and so, even though he's sensitive, like, I tell him, like, dude, you need to, you need to toughen up. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to... Your brother's over there. Like, if your brother is, is doing something to you, tell him, knock it off. And if he keeps on doing it, tell him, you do this one more time, I'm socking you in the chest. And, and if he thinks that you're joking, sock him in the chest. You know what I mean? And just tell him, that, hey, that's not going to happen. Because I don't want him being pushed around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but also... Like, that's how I was raised. I mean, my, my yeah. mom told me, like, you tell people, you give people three chances. You tell them, hey, I'm going to ask you to stop. They keep doing it. I'm going to ask you to stop again. You didn't hear me the first time. And they do it the third time. So listen, you do this one more time, and I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> and then usually at that point, people will stop. You know? Like, verbally, anytime anybody would say something to me, I always walked away. I was like, you know what? What you say doesn't really affect me. I don't really care. I had bullies. That's fine. The only fights like I've ever been into, the only time I've ever hit somebody, is when somebody got physical with me first, or they were picking on somebody else that was incapable of defending themselves. Yeah. And so those are the only. And the funny thing is, is I've never been in a fight with a girl. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that I. You knuckle up on dudes. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I haven't done it in a really long time. Like having kids has really made me calm down. Yeah. Because <laughs> of bail. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and my day job. Like I mean, yeah. no, it's like, but it's. Like, I mean, I got in a fight in college, like, in, it was because some guy reached under my skirt and grabbed my butt, and so the reaction was to push his face into the bar. Broke his nose, but he never touched my butt again, so we were good. Yeah. Um, and, like, or it's, like, even, like, like, another time where somebody was, like, bullying somebody who was handicapped and couldn't defend themselves. And it was just, like, all right, like, I'll mouth off if you go swing at me. Like, I can just defend myself. It's fine. Yeah. And it's, like, but I... Like, it's when it came to people doing things, like, verbally to me, I would be like, I really don't care. You can say whatever you need to say, I'm just going to walk away. But, I mean, that's also teaching that resilience that we kind of mentioned earlier. You'd be like, I don't ignore it. Sleep's bad. How, how did, did you did you cry to chop paper? No, 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 not yet. I know my theory is correct, so I don't have to do it again. It's correct. Um, as far as bullying for me, uh, I haven't... I wasn't really bullied after, like, elementary school. Um, I put all my bullies in the hospital. Oh, watch out. Yeah, like, literally. Um, So, I didn't really get bullied. And then all the people who were bullying people, like, I low-key hung with them, but they didn't bully people in front of me. So, it was like, I I just have a thing. Like, if if, if you're going to bully somebody, this is my thing. 
if you're gonna bully somebody, you have to be ready to get bullied. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the whole thing where I say bullying is needed because it lets you know where you are on the totem pole. Like it lets you know where you fit in. Yeah. Like you like the whole way, you know, you act like you're Billy Badass until you meet Billy Badass. Like that whole thing. Like right? you, you need that. You need that. Everybody's thinking about where they fit, and it's not a bad thing. It's, you're not that type of guy or type of girl or whatever. You just know where you fit at. And I feel like it helps you stay on your path. Like, that's what helped me. I realized, okay, this is, okay, I can be this person, but I don't want to be that person because I know where that gets and I'm not ready to deal with that. Because, in all honesty, a lot of us, we have this issue with being honest with ourselves. Yeah. And we, oh, I can do that. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody thinks, oh, I can. I can, I can do that because such such can do that. Okay, but you don't know what they do behind closed doors to get them to where you see them at right now. It's kind of like the old BS that, oh, you came overnight. They didn't get here overnight. Right. Just finally, they finally got to the point that you started watching them, but they've probably been working. Yeah. And you just got to figure out where you are, where you fit on the totem pole, and just keep on your path, your journey. Don't try to be like anybody else because if you get your card pulled and you don't have what they have to back you, okay, then you're going you're gonna to get a full man out of yourself. Say overnight success takes ten years. Is that what is that? Something I have, like that? I have no idea. I, I don't know about that one. I don't know about the ten year thing. I'm doing three. But you do that three. I'll do it. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> Sleek, Sleek's gonna be blowing up next year. Yeah, I'm doing three. Uh, That's ten year thing. Cause then I'm be I'm gonna be older. I'm gonna be uh. You'll be my age. You'll be thirty four. Uh huh. Be old. I didn't say I was gonna be old as dirt, guys. Calm down, guys. So I'm gonna be older. Wow. I'm gonna be old. Get their mascara to cover up my grays right now. Well, you gotta embrace the gray. You gotta embrace. Yeah, I do. I love my grays. My mom's always trying to pluck them. I, 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 I basically look like I just looked into the Ark of the Covenant right now. Because I, <laughs> I what's happening. I, honestly, I thought she was like thirty-one. <laughs> that was thirty-one. I, I thought she was thirty-one. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think you, you would know about lying because I was saying lying. Yeah. I'm, I'm really bad at that. When a lot of people they're like, really, yeah, I'm, no, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm lying. Wait, I, just, I think we have somebody coming up the stairs. I think it's probably mm-hmm. mine. It's yeah. insanity downstairs. Yeah. Did, they, did they find Legos? I think they probably found Legos. <laughs> they can always find Legos. They can smell them. I swear. So we got a show um, this Sunday. Yes. We've been, uh, wow, this has been a two-hour podcast. It hasn't felt like two hours, has it? We started chatting. I've been eating over here slowly. I know. You didn't even have to eat the chicken. I didn't, but I really keep going. I, didn't, I was trying to not get like a mouthful at a point. I needed a response. <laughs> He's sticking with the mouth. Oh, God. You probably guys did hear me eating at one point. Sorry. Yeah. You're me. <laughs> but, um, so Sunday? Sunday. And then you you're, you said that you started doing... I, uh, there's a show tomorrow at the Getaway Cafe. I started working with the Buddy System. I know you had George Frito the other day. Um, him and Aaron Chester. Chase started the buddy system, and then they lost the location, so they kind of asked a couple people like if they could find one, so I found one. Um, so we started every Wednesday's a show, so tomorrow night I'm hosting. Um, so we rotate between a couple of us hosting, so it kind of works out, so we can still kind of do our own. He said that he was going to start booking me on something, but... I Probably that thought. one. That's the one book show that they do, because that's... Um, it's an awesome location. It's really cool. It's outside, unless it's raining. Um... Show up, well, no, then it goes inside. They said oh, it goes okay. inside. So it doesn't get canceled. <laughs> we just move it inside a little bit. Um, but that's Wednesday night. So that one starts tomorrow at the Getaway Cafe at 8. And it'll be me hosting. So I'm super excited. And then Thursday, which is every other Thursday, there is an open mic. 
So there's going to be one this Thursday. Um, that starts at 9, and the sign-ups are at 8.30, and I'm co-hosting with Aaron Chase. Sweet. So I'm super excited about that one, too. So Wednesdays, and then uh, tomorrow, uh, Thursday's going to be the, the 12th. 12th. Yes. April 12th, 2018, so find your calendar. And yeah, then and then it'll be two there. weeks after that, and I think every that every one's... So it's, it's a good time. So, I mean, at this What's point... What's our sign-ups? Sign-ups start at 8.30, and then it goes um, at 9, and we kind of go as long as they let us, because school's back in session. They tend to stay open a little bit later, and they just said, do your own thing. Um, don't cause havoc. Which we've only had havoc because of drunk girls. Um, yeah, they do bring havoc. They do. Um, so I said, I'm going to throw them off one of these days. I'm going to be the drunk girl causing havoc. It's okay. What do you got going on sleep? Just getting my material together, getting just grinding, working on things. Got a few things coming up. If you want to see more about me, I'll be at Slappers in Claremont on Sunday. And everything else, you gotta stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram. I'm about to start getting really active on there. And you can follow me at Heaven Sent MF. The word heaven. The word sent, S-E-N-T, for people who can't spell. The letter M and the letter F. Put it all together. So, heaven sent MF. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm about to start putting a whole lot more content on there because I've been slacking. I apologize. I've been deleting a lot of stuff because I'm a perfectionist. But <laughs> grow with me, guys. I know. Hug mine because so my Instagram, all my stuff is is uh, Steffi2319. S T E F I2319. And I keep all my flyers up there for all the shows I have coming up. Why did it come in? I'll put it inside the uh, description. Just go ahead and text me. Awesome. All right. Well, love you guys.